Well, greetings and happy new year, June Merry Squad. New year. Merry new year. I'm Jay. With me, as always, is my stalwart companion, defender of the nerd faith, Lord Commander of the Nerds Watch, Masters of Titles, first of his name, Sir Christopher. Howdy. And with us also is the ever-indubitably enjoyable Spider-Gen. And you are just in time for the Just Us Nerds Podcast 2021 edition. In a world where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy, Just Us Nerds Podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere, ever. The Just Us Nerds Podcast. Aw, yeah. All right. A new year, fresh hope, hopefully uh, like with like 75% less corona than 2020. What do you say, guys? Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Yeah, I'm a firm believer of, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Well, um... We're back. We're ready to talk some comics, talk some movies, and everything in between, or yeah. as we like to call it, toys. Yeah, uh, exactly. Let's jump off with what you're reading. Yeah, go ahead, man. So we uh, we didn't talk about this last show, but a- another comic that we've been reading is the Marvel Zombies Resurrection. Yeah. So this is like almost like a continuation. Well, it's, it's kind of it's like a it's it's a whole new it's story. It's a reboot. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a reboot. So people who weren't alive for the original Marvel Zombies, I guess that they're gonna be i need to see when that first came out if i want to make myself well, feel but here's really the thing, old and I, I know it's not really much that disney had talked about but remember the, the so disney channel or disney plus i'm sorry disney channel is putting out a uh what if series really excited and, for that and actually one of the episodes is going to be marvel zombies i i saw that i saw that it it, it you see kind of a zombified captain, captain america, america yeah. yeah yeah i'm um i you know i hope we'll, we'll talk more about that when we get into movie talk but uh, I'm but really Marvel excited. Zombies though is something completely different. I still have my Captain America figure somewhere. All right, you. you I don't know if this will make you feel old or not, but I mean, it makes the. I mean, the series is old. Mar- can I guess? Mar- can Mar- I guess? Yeah, yeah, sure. Two thousand two. Close, close. the The original release date was two thousand five. Okay. For the original okay. Marvel well, Zombies. Not that far. So, uh, yeah, I guess in the grand scheme, uh, well, fifteen years. It's fifteen years. There's Damn. remember there are still people. Like fifteen-year-old kids who, you know, when it came out, you know, they weren't around when it was like the hot thing. So, man, let's talk. Let's talk wow. about this story. Let's talk about the story. And and what's kind of neat with this one, who's the main character? Spider-Man. Yeah, that's kind of neat, isn't it? It, it? it is because you you didn't really you saw him quick in the original. If you remember, it was just he, he was kind of a, a bit player, like part of an ensemble. So all he, I remember for him is just being Mister Guilty. It taken to you know dialed up to eleven because he, he was had eating people. Well, and not just anybody. He ate Aunt May and he, he ate, ate Mary ate, Jane. Ate Mary Jane. But he, he, he yeah, this story. Um, whereas the previous Marvel Zombies, there because you know there had been like four or five different oh, series. Yeah, yeah. Um, this kind of restarts it at ground zero. This is like okay, brand new story. Premise is still the same. You have un undead or yeah zombified versions of the superheroes that you know. Um. This the tone of this story uh, is much more serious. Yeah. Than the original, it was. Yeah, kind I of, agree. There was sort of a, a. It was more black humor. The original. Dark uh, humor. 
I, I don't. Uh, it was black black comedy. That's a thing. Yeah, look it up. Google it. It's it's totally a thing. It's okay. Chris looking at me like I'm being racist. I'm not. There there is such a thing. Look, I, I'm telling you, <laughs> go, Google it right now. It is is bla- black humor. It's okay. Yeah, we know. Blazing Saddles was great. Okay. No. 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 Not not that. Not black comedy. There. I'm gonna get you, sucker. It's on. It's on. It's googled. Therefore, ipso facto, it it is it is true. Isn't that ipso facto? Black. Black comedy, also known as black humor, dark humor, dark, dark comedy, humor. morbid humor, or gallows humor, is a style of comedy that makes light of subject matter that is generally considered taboo, particularly subjects that are normally considered serious or painful to discuss. Yes, Jen. Gallows humor, that's a little, that's a little different. G- gallows? Why is gallows? Never, never mind. Yeah, what are you what? talking about? Yeah, where are you at? Well, oh, you do, you a, popped a, that a, open. A, a, yeah, yeah, a gallo. Because I don't get that. A gallo is like where you hang where, somebody. Where, it's where the guillotine is. In the gallows where you hang somebody. Guillotine is a whole different thing. I thought it was hanging. Okay, this has been yeah. Language Talk with uh, Chris, Jay, and Jen. Thank you very much. Uh, so lynching? Uh, oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do, do you get where I'm going with this? But where where's the term gallo come from? from that? All right. Shit, we're gonna spend a half hour talking about this. Let's anyway, do it. Let's let's, uh, no, no, let's do it. Let's do it because we got we gotta look at it. So, G- Gallo, Gallo. Okay, uh, is the name of a U.S. scientist specializing in. Ca- did you hear that sound? That was the sound of like all ten of our <laughs> listeners just like switching. switching hey, it's off. okay. The guys in Bulgaria still don't know what we're talking about. Okay, all right. Um, we love you, Bulgaria. Yeah, we Bulgaria. We love you. All right. The first one had humor. Yeah, th- that joked about. Death. Death. Yeah, all right. All right. Let's keep going. But anyway. This one takes more of like a walking dead sort of No, it kind of does. Vibe like, you're s- like who's alive, who survives, what what's going on in the world kind of a thing. And you, you still see humanity, you know, like um, Spider-Man meets up with, you know, who the surviving members. And some of them are, are members of teams. It's like Forge. Some of them are former villains. So yeah. Moon, Moonstone. Yeah. Uh, um, so it, it definitely treats the subject matter more in, in kind of a serious way. Uh, he is so when you catch up with him in the story and they're all they're all out. All I think it's five issues. Yeah, they're out. All of them are out now. The trade paperback is is coming. Uh, and his mission sort of is to look after Franklin and Valeria Richards. Right. Which is funny because we're going to be talking about the Fantastic Correct. Four later today. But uh the the tale of the infection is told sort of through flashback, mm-hmm. so we, we kind of alternate between present day and and flashbacks. Right, and and what I, one of the things I would like to say uh, that I liked about it, it wasn't confusing. Did uh, I yeah, don't found yeah. the flashbacks because remember how like sometimes comic books will jump and you're like wait a minute wait a minute what's going on? No no it's yeah it's very it's so very this is very it's very straightforward. Yeah. Uh, I, I uh, did you did you like this how, for you? How did this compare with the first Marvel zombies? Well, I liked it. I will yeah. say that. But the problem is, is when Marvel zombies came out, it was such a radical idea. Indeed, such a radical approach that we're, I was like, I've never seen anything like this before. I I think this is amazing. It, it was so like. Going get him so back to the idea raw. of taboo. Well, and I was gonna so wrong, right? Too like so wrong, like, like seeing Captain America like as like this, like part of his head is missing. Well, and, and eating 
people. Right. I mean, it's just like this perversion. While while still, here's the other thing that I think was so wrong about it, is that they retain unlike the George Romero zombies. They still retain parts of their 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 personality, personality and, and speech and yeah. and all of that. And so it's so wrong seeing the characters that you know and like beloved and you love. Yeah, 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 just turned into these monsters. Yeah, yeah. You know what I don't? You know what I didn't like? And I I don't like about both comics. The one person who I believed would be able to survive doesn't survive. Are you thinking Wolverine? No, Steve Richards. Or um, Steve Rogers. I thought Cap would be the one to be able to survive. And both of them, they're like, nah, fuck you, Cap. I think, I honestly think because they're like, oh my god, the Sentinel of Liberty, let's let's turn him into a zombie and eat people. How how bad would that be? You know, it, kind of it, it's very, if you want like a visceral reaction right. from your audience, right. you take take a character like that, that that's love. so pure and wholesome. And um, yeah, yeah, it, it definitely, it goes after your gut. So I agree with what you're saying that Marvel Zombies Resurrection has the disadvantage of being a sequel. It's the stepchild. It's not really showing you anything new that kind of we haven't already seen with Marvel Zombies. Uh, and and by now, zombies have been so much in the public oh consciousness. God, yeah. We've got you know, Walking we've Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, yeah. I Shop with the Walking Dead, Hey, Buy the Walking Dead. I, I, mean, I, I kind of like... Uh, uh, Bake with the bo- Walking Under, Dead. Un- I like no undercover Walking Dead. Oh, that's a good one. I do like, like that one. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you like pretend you, the zombie goes undercover and pretends he's alive. I, I can't, that's God, what's with what's wrong with Steve in accounting? He just like walks around all the time. I, I kind of like that one. Yeah, it is. But yeah, I I agree with you. I did not like this as much. I mean, it was enjoyable. I liked it. I thought, I, like I said, I thought it was good premise, and mm-hmm. I I found it a good read. It's mm-hmm. just unfortunate that. It, it's one of those where, like, well, we're going to do the Marvel zombies What's again. He, he, here's what I think is great about, well, I mean, of course, they're not going to leave money on the table. They're, 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 so, they're no. so popular. But here's what I think is great about kind of catastrophe and, like, Armageddon stories in general is that it, it really allows for great character exploration because it, it's – Whoever you are as a character, when you strip away, you're gonna change ev- everything. Well, what, what I was gonna say is like y- you boil down to like who the person really Correct. is in a time of of, of emergency, it, unless it's a uh, disaster movie, because uh, Chris will not be there. Well, where, where's Chris? Where's Chris gonna be? Watching something else. I I'm not a fan. Those are those. Are, that oh, is the one genre that I look at and I go meh. So even even like the zombie movies, you're no you're, no no zombie movies different. Yeah. I don't consider those catastrophe mm. movies. Those are horror movies. Okay. But like okay. Dante's Peak, you know, Volcano. I no. Not 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 okay. a fan. Sharknado. See, yeah, what about what about Sharknado? You know what's funny? And I can say this. I have never seen a Sharknado. I've never seen one in real life and I've never seen a movie. Um however, I've been told it's it's funny to watch and you know. I had a dream once. Uh, this is Oh, here we th- go. Th- trust I like me, th- this. this this Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you were there. No. This <laughs> no. And now you are here with Dream Talk with Chris and Jim. So so wait, a minute. Th- this connects, I swear. I, I I I this is like great way to start off the season 4 5 or wherever the hell we are with the most ADD like wandering. Anyway, it, it ties into the zombies and the Sharknado. I had this really weird dream. Was it a Zombinado? Like, uh it, it was like a zombie NATO. It was except it was like a hurricane, but with like zombies. So like you it's had raining zombies. Yeah, well, it's like not the, hallelujah. Like it's still windy outside and like really bad, but there were zombies and like there was still a classification system 
like we have for hurricanes, like if it was like a cat four, like it's zombie. like extra zombies. Whereas like <laughs> if it's a cat one, it's just one or two zombies. You know what I like? So I like this. Do you like that idea? Yeah, like, but but if you think about it, you know the song "It's Raining Men." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, they'd be all zombies, right? I mean, it's, it's raining dead. That would be. Ooh. It's raining. Sounds like a Slayer song. Oh yeah. Raining dead. Okay. All right. So sorry. Back to back to our, our our review of Marvel Zombies Resurrection. Yeah. Um. No. So Spider Man in this. I mean, he's the he's the protagonist, and it's it's still. I mean, it's this very raw kind of. Do you want me to read depiction of of Peter Parker? Here. Um. So the Marvel Zombies rise again when the corpse of Galactus reaches planet Earth carrying a cannibalistic virus. Spider-Man and a ragtag group of heroes struggle to save survivors and uncover the truth. Which I thought was really cool because of all people to get it, it makes sense because he eats everything. He's the world eater. Well, it, And it's, it's ironic, right? And he's also the biggest, most powerful person in all of existence. And he dies from this virus in in like such a gruesome way too yeah. because basically what happens is they like i think they just eat, eat him, him from the inside yeah. out like when they find galactus's corpse in the beginning he's just like all hollowed out yeah and it's like yeah. it's like ants like living in the carcass of like this yeah. this thing that they ate but uh, um so i don't i mean this is sort of getting into the minutiae of the story and i don't know if this kind of stuff is important to you or not um in in the original Marvel Zombies, they really they don't explain too where much kind from. of where the plague comes from, yeah. and they, they do a better job of it in in this. I agree. Story. I, I mean, is that is that something that's important to you? Like when you watch, I like it, to know where it comes from. You, you do, yeah. Like I liked the idea of Walking Dead, where everybody has the virus. Mm -hmm. It's just when you die, you come back. In Walking Dead, though, I, I've kind of fallen off. I don't watch Walking no, 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 Dead but anymore. But in 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 it, do they ex ever explain like what the source of the they never explain the where the zombification they never, is. I, not that I know of where it came from. It was just a matter of that everybody already had it. It just, you know, everybody already had it. And now, you know, when you die. You've, you've got the virus back. and like yeah. a symptom is when you die, you come you come back. I think that'd be the only symptom. See, for me, I don't I don't care so much about that kind of thing. Like knowing like where the virus came from. Um, I, and so I, I, I mean, cover your ears if you don't want to hear this as a spoiler for the story. But it. it so we find out it's not really necessarily a virus, right. but it's basically the brood. Yeah. The, the brood have somehow evolved into this state where well, they— Well, let's explain what the brood is for people who— Yeah, yeah. They're, so X-Men, bad guys, yes. and extraterrestrial creatures that kind of resemble almost like the xenomorphs from the Alien movies. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the tropes with them are very similar to the xenomorphs. Like, they— in, it's a little different. Instead of like uh, like a face hugger thing coming out and they plant the egg in you and and it bursts out of you. Instead, you just become, uh, yeah, a brood. Like you get turned into a brood. And in the Marvel well, universe, so it's it's kind of like when they make um, uh, uh, parademons. They would oh, take the people and yeah. throw them in and make them parademons. And, and I don't know yeah. if it's the same thing with parademons, but with the brood, when you when you become a brood, if you're if you're super powered, that particular brood that you are has those all the, all the powers. So so now the Marvel zombies, it, it gets revealed, are a more kind of evolved the next stage in evolution of the of the brood, which I thought, uh, as far as story oh, writing, yeah. that's that was creative. It's pretty clever. I I, I, I like that. Uh, 
What did you think about kind of what they did with Wolverine? Do you do you remember kind of what happens yeah, when they so reveal what happened with Wolverine? So what they do is Ma- makes a lot of sense when you think about it. They basically like keep him alive. He's their buffet, and they just like chain him to the wall, and they're like ripping pieces off of him, and he grows back, and then they're just ripping. And they just come and eat him again. Yeah. It's yeah, awful. It's so metal, right? But it, it's kind of <laughs> like. It's kind of like uh, one Prometheus. of Prometheus, right? The, the like Greek they, myth. They, they change pr- pr- Prometheus to the rock, and the yeah. the crows come and eat his liver. Well, and there was another one too, where the guy, you know, pushing the rock up the hill and Sisyphus. It yeah, yeah, it's, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same thing. Where I always thought it was, I was like, man. And then they let him go, and then all of a sudden he starts growing back again. And I was like, oh, thank God. I that was like, that was pretty brutal. But it was. You know, I thought again, kind of a creative use because it's like if you're if you're a zombie, why wouldn't you? Why would you turn? Wolverine into a zombie when you could just have him hang around and so just be the, the bottomless buffet. Why didn't they go after Wade? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know because he's do, the other one who's got it. Do we know that uh, that they didn't? I mean, or or Sabretooth for that matter, or yeah. literally anyone that that had a, a healing factor. Right. Wade, um, Wade would taste a little funny. Yeah, he'd, <laughs> he'd be a little crunchy. I just want to say this is the equivalent of a zombie garden. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. They don't want to go out shopping. No, let's just eat at home. Yeah, true. It's one hundred percent. Well, we had Logan for two nights already. I don't want any more. You eat your Logan, or I swear you are not going <laughs> to have any green Jean Grey for dessert. Ah. Yeah that that was that was pretty brutal. Um, you know, I I think the uh, by by taking a more kind of serious tone. You, I don't know if you feel it a little more when you lose some of the the characters. Like I, I thought one of the moments that I thought was kind of sad was when they're at the X Mansion and they encounter yeah. Beast and yeah. they they end up losing Forge. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know you when you play it straight, um, I I don't know. My mind keeps coming back to you know they did such a great job with the, the first Marvel zombies that it's it's just hard not well, to compare the is, two. Well this is another question. Did this really need to be done? I, I don't I mean I Honestly. I, I don't think we needed it. Uh was I, it I something think we didn't know we needed. I think no, nah, I don't think it's something we didn't know we needed. I I think it's it's just uh they're so popular and I think they had gone as far as they could go with the original run and at that point it, yeah. it's the equivalent of a reboot. I it's agree. It, I mean it's, it basically is just a different a different angle of a character was seeing Peter be a father. Like actually yeah. he's not the kid anymore. He's looking after these kids. He's trying to take care of them. And then you find out, uh, spoiler, basically the entire fantastic four are zombies yeah. and they want yeah. to eat their children because they want to make them their family whole again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and Peter's trying to stop them, and he cares about these kids, and he's trying to take care of them. And there, there are some really great character moments where I, I think this is actually they really captured the spirit of Spider-Man quite well yeah. in this, and that that's kind of what I meant when I was talking about how in these well, and the other Armageddon too, type scenarios, you you really get to distill the character down to their essence. Well, but this one with with Spider-Man as well, I don't think he'd been Spider-Man for a while. So like I think he stopped. Well, I mean, yeah. Once the kind of the the tragedy had hit, and because you, you look at it, and he's like, he's like, I'm not, I'm not getting involved. You know, it's funny, you mentioned that because that that's actually one of my favorite moments in the series. I don't know if you yeah. remember when they rescue a group of people, mm-hmm. and this 
you remember the older woman mm -hmm. and kind of reminded me almost of Aunt May. Yeah, exactly. That's she told them, like, I remember you. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I remember when, you know, when everything was kind of normal and you you saved me once. Uh, and it was just is I mean, there's a great kind of touching moment. So I think that's the advantage well, of when you play it kind of serious for mine. I'll be honest, is when um, he comes across a group and they're like, you know, you used to be a hero kind of a thing. And he's like, well. You know, I, I tried to stay out of it. I didn't want to get involved. And they go, well, I guess you got to get involved. And they throw something to him. And it's it's in a cloth. And he opens them up. And it's his web shooters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I goes, forgot about that. Like, yeah, all right. I, I guess I have to kind of a thing. And so he uses them. And it's kind of neat, though, because, like, it's not the traditional Spider-Man suit kind of a way. It's very much almost like the uh, Peter B. Parker yeah. kind of into the Spider-Verse. He's wearing a trench coat. Yeah. And so, like, he doesn't have gloves. It's just the, the web shooters just bare hands, like, no mask. Well, there, there's no point in a no mask No point in a mask. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows, everyone knows who he anyway. is. Yeah, I think the original will still always be my favorite. And, of course, that was written by the great Robert Kirkman of, of, of uh, Walking Dead fame. So it, And I, I kind of just enjoy the real kind of uh, tongue-in-cheek, uh, gallows humor, excuse me, Jen, um, of the... Uh, dark you know, humor. Of, of the, yeah, dark humor, black humor, whatever whatever you care to, to, to call it. Racist. Um, I, I, I really like the original Marvel Zombies because how they could strike a tone. They could they could make you laugh and break your heart yeah. kind of in within the same yeah. issue. Uh, so so I, I like it. I mean, it's, it's worth checking out if, if you have not, you know, if, if you just kind of miss... Marvel Zombies, and you're looking for something new that kind of is in that vein, I'd, I'd, I would recommend it to you. Um, but I I if you haven't read it at all, I would say start for, I would start with the very first Marvel Zombies. Oh, yeah. and, and actually, I have to look this up, but do you know where originally we first got exposure to that world? No, but I'm going to guess. Is it a nightmare scene? It was not a nightmare scene. Oh, see, that's typically what I thought it would be. It was it was not in their own series. So actually, Marvel Zombies was a spinoff. Um, it was in Ultimates Comics, and it's specifically Ultimate Fantastic Four. Oh. They appear. So what happened was they go to another world or something, Reed, another universe. Reed had been yeah. Um, Reed had been receiving messages from the Council of Reeds from a Reed Richards, and it looked like. The 616 Reed Richards. He was older, uh, got the white on the temples, and he was. they were kind of like doing this sort of back and forth interdimensional communication. Right. When the older Reed says, hey, why don't you, why don't you come over? Kids, here's the lesson there. When you're talking with someone and online you don't know who it is. and you don't know who it is uh, and they invite you over, do not go because they may be a zombified or version of you. That want to eat you, or they're Keanu Reeves, or a sexual predator, or they're Keanu Reeves, and this is the Lake House. I have not seen the the Lake House. What, what? is that? With it's him and Sandra Bullock, wasn't he like a ghost or no, something? No, they write notes to each other and they put it in the mailbox, and the mailbox time travels. But that wasn't so bad. But like then neither one ahead, of them Jen. was like a and zombie. And then there's a bus, and the bus has to go 50 miles per hour, or it's gonna blow up. No, 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 different one. Um, <laughs> but then okay. Family Guy made a joke about it, and. Uh, Keanu Reeves stuck something in the box for Sandra Bullock to look at. What's in the box? Well, when she opened the mailbox, it turned into an old, dried-out 7-Eleven hot dog. <laughs> so, moving on. Um, 
Yeah, uh, first appeared in the Ultimate Fantastic Four. Sorry, guys, I don't have the issue okay. for you, but uh, Reed transports to the other world, and it's the Marvel zombie world, and it was so popular that Marvel said, hey, I bet you we could make a lot of money off of this, so they made the, the spin-off. Okay. Okay. Um, what have you been reading? Well, I, I was going to do, actually, uh, so, you know, I, uh, last time I did my non-spoiler review of the Three Jokers. Right. So uh, I was I was going to talk a little more about Three Jokers, but this this was going to be my spoiler review yeah, you can. For, the, for the Three Jokers. Yeah, you've so, had, you guys, you've had your time. Yeah, you've, you've had your time now. It's, uh, you've, you've been warned. Um, if you want to fast forward to movie talk, we can, we can do that. But, um, so, you know that overall I did not like this. Like nope. I, I did. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't care. For, overall, I didn't care for three jokers. It was not without its bright points. Right. It, but it's and that was the worst part. Was it sounded like such a cool concept that you and I were so excited, and then we're reading it. And we're like, man. That's why I'm so disappointed. Honestly, that's that's because it was such a cool setup. But this is when you get like the Christmas present that's shaped like certain thing, and you're, you've always wanted it. Like it's a guitar or you know something, and you open it up, and it sucks. Right. Exactly. Arranged in the shape of a guitar. It just falls that way. So I, I was going to do a rundown of the bad, and then I was going to end with the good. So I thought, you know, let, let's end on a positive note. Yeah, but shit the, the sandwich. Yeah, exactly. This would be more of an open face shit sandwich because I don't have. I'm not starting with anything. So good. it's technically a shit on the shingle. Yes. Um. So let's start with the bad, and I'm going to start first with just nitpicks. Okay. These are these are things that these like are just James gripes, which these are which in all honesty in this world are not much because. You like a lot of shitty things. I, I like a lot of shitty things. That that's true. <laughs> I, I I do like a lot of well, shitty things. Well, let's be honest. So we we both. I appreciate you're wanting to throw yourself under the bus, but let's be honest. I like a lot of shitty things, and that's 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 okay. <laughs> I, I I I own that. I'm I'm all right with that. Um, eh, not everybody liked it. I liked it. I liked it. it. Not everybody liked it. So yeah. these are little these are little nitpicks. So uh, do you remember in in reading it or from what you've read of Three Jokers yeah. that there's this subplot involving a. a possible romantic connection between Jason and Barbara. Yeah. It, it just, it feels really forced. Yeah. Um, you know, if you want this to be a thing, fine, but I think you really needed to plant the seeds a lot earlier in the story. So this Barbara is a, likes the bad boys now? Well, and that's just it. She doesn't. Like, he, he tries to give her a kiss, and or he, he gives her a kiss, and she's like, okay, this is, like, not right for so many different reasons. And I think this is how clever Barbara, this is what a good detective uh, Barbara Gordon is in her yeah. own right. I think she is secretly aware that she's a comic book character, and I think she knew. You really that, think so? Like, I think she knows, like, okay, this just, from a literary perspective, just makes, thematically makes no sense. Just story perspective makes no sense for so us you think to have a thing. she is DC's Deadpool. So I think she's trying to stop the, the, she was trying to stop the story from getting bad, so she was like, no, we, we can't. We just, we can't do this. Well, then where was she during uh, the movie of the killing joke? I, I, yeah, I, I, I On a rooftop. Oh. Oh. It just, uh, it just didn't make sense putting that in there. I felt like the, the writers, like Jeff Johns, just felt like, well, well, we have to have, like, a romance angle yeah, in here them? somewhere. Uh, well, because you have three characters. You had Batman, you had uh, Jason Todd, and you had Barbara Gordon. And Why didn't you make the Jokers fall in love with each other? Oh, yeah. Because th they, they're each other. There you, there Why you go. Why wouldn't they get along? already interested in Batman. Yeah, exactly. All three, yeah, exactly. They're all, all three of them are interested in Batman. So, yeah. I'm just it, saying. It, it, it just... The, you know the the 
you got to plant the seeds earlier in the story. Um, you know, the story leans into the nostalgia of the killing joke a little too hard also. And my, this, okay, so this is nitpick number two. Um, you know, it leans into nostalgia from the killing joke um, just a little too hard. And as, as a result, it never really feels like its own thing with a cohesive message. I, I know that I mean, the story here is about trauma and, like, how, how people respond differently to trauma. They, they, there's there's intention and execution, and I, I just didn't feel like it was executed well. No, I agree. Um, and it just it takes me out of the story when I feel like Jeff Johns is saying, you know, remember this? Remember how they did the the Chris Farley? The, the, you, you remember when like uh, the Joker, Alan Moore, and like Brian Boland did did this with like the three by three panels? How cool that was! You remember? Yeah. Wasn't that cool? Yeah. Like, yes. It, yeah. Yeah. yeah Jeff, understand. it was. It was. It was pretty cool. But what? What? What are you trying to do? What? Are you, tell me. A, tell do me a new story. Do, do you remember when? When the Joker killed killed Robin, and what? and and he he's not dead, but we all thought he was dead. Remember when? Wasn't that, that cool? When that happened? Wasn't that awesome? Remember? Do you remember when the Joker shot Batgirl? Do you, do you remember? Wasn't that so like. Wasn't that so raw? Yeah. Remember when that happened? How'd you feel? It just ta- yeah, yeah, so it I just agree. takes me out of the story, but I get it. I mean, it just and and this kind of sets up a problem later on that I'm gonna talk about, the fact that it leans in so heavy. So th- those are my little nitpicks. Did you do you have any like little nitpicks about this story? Uh, I mean, that was pretty much it. Like it I said, it's a lot of recalling and I'm just like, Yeah, we know, we get it. We know, we get it, we get it, we get it. Jen, have you have you read any of this? Do you know what we're talking about? Nope. Not a clue. Okay. All right. You've had a month, Jen. So shame on you. Um, all right. So now I'm getting into like here are my big gripes with with this. And I love your the number two ver- the number two reason. And it's that this is totally a J thing. The story makes Batman look like an asshole. I mean, it just now does. I gotta ask more than Batman All Star. Not like okay, so different Batman ty- All Star. He was an asshole. Well, different type of asshole. So there's like the asshole that just is like a jerk, and that's All Star Batman. Okay, agree, because he's the goddamn Batman. Yeah, and then there's asshole like just doing thoughtless and just not yeah, just thoughtless actions, and that's the kind of asshole that this story makes Batman out to be. Yeah. So what do you mean? Well, he makes some really questionable decisions in this story. So first off. Let's go with the whole fact that Batman, someone who does not tolerate the killing of, of criminals, of anyone, really, tolerates a vigilante that kills people. Uh, period. Full stop. Makes no sense. But yet he fights Deathstroke. He fights Bane. He fights uh, 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 Deadshot. I mean... Those are vigilantes, right? Who kill people? Right. Who, who who kill people? So it makes abs- as cool as it may be seeing Batman alongside the Red Hood. It they're them working together just doesn't make now, any sense. Now, there there has been in some instances. Have you have you seen what he tells Jason? He says, "Listen, so I'm good with that." And he's like, "Do I really got to use the rubber bullets?" You know. So they're switching him to have rubber okay. bullets. You know what I mean? Like, but but I will say, I'm like. Yeah, okay, I like that. Because you like yeah. seeing the, because ki- it's cool seeing them work together. Because he's yeah, a yeah, former. Yeah. But I liked that idea that they at least brought that up. The, yes, yeah. But but herein lies the problem, no. Chris. I'm sorry. This li- I herein agree. Lies you. the problem is that he, it makes Batman a huge fucking hypocrite. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Because 
it's not like, okay, those people that you killed before, we're just going to forget about those. Right. And as long as we're having a little adventure together, as long as you don't kill people, then all is forgiven. Uh, the point of order. Po- yes. Point of order. Yes. Batman's been kind of a hypocrite for a while because he's allowed the Huntress in multiple times. Yeah, but, but maybe so maybe this is kind of the the problem that I have here is you should not here here and so here's li- in lies kind of a bigger problem that makes Batman look like the asshole. So Barbara Gordon again this reinforces my theory that she's actually a self-aware comic book character that's pointing out the inconsistencies in this Ooh, comic. Like yeah, yeah. She's she's like she says to Batman like dude, what are you doing working with this guy? Like he he kills people. Like, we're not about that, right? He literally dressed like the Joker who murders people. He literally, and like, he literally just shot a Joker. Forget about whether or not it's the actual Joker. He killed a human being, In right? In the aquarium. Like, and Batman's reply, it, do you want to do the Batman voice or do you want, you want, you know, okay. The Joker hurt him, but he healed wrong. He got more violent. You got stronger. I thought he would be more like you. Really? That's it. Wait a minute. That's like that's so. That's your excuse. So the dog got rabies. So we're putting it down. Well, not even that. If, if Batman's perspective, well, the dog got rabies is not his fault. We're gonna let just let him go around biting people. And the th- here, here's <laughs> here's the problem. Here's the problem. And this is why it makes Batman look like an asshole. When Barbara brings up that yeah. we need to bring him in, Batman's like, "Well, no, because if we bring him in, he's gonna be forced to unmask." Which then which might he does. Mean, he's gonna unravel everything. Which means that you might unmask, and which means I might have to unmask. It makes Batman look like a selfish prick, and it's like, well, we don't kill people except, except maybe, maybe we, you know, unless it means that I might get unmasked, then we're okay with people killing. Mm, well, it, it, there's three of them. I mean, no one would notice if he killed one of them. But it. <laughs> Yeah, but it's not just that, Jen. It's that Red Hood has routinely, like, he... Point of order. Po- yes. Point of order. Batman has killed multiple people. Okay. A lot of people. All right, explain. Explain. He hit that guy with his car. Okay. Explain. He killed Jack Nicholson. Okay, that he did not. Yes, he did. Go ahead. Yes, he did. He did not. How did he kill Jack Nicholson? He wrapped the gargoyle around his goddamn leg. He was trying to escape, uh, keep him from escape. But first of all, this is I'm just talking about Batman in the comic book continuity. So okay. I'm not referencing okay, movies. Or I was just going to bring up Snyder all of Batman or, Returns no, no, no. and how many people he's killed so, in Batman so th- Returns. So maybe this is my problem. This might be my problem. As yeah. I like to say on the show, I just might be an idiot. And that that could be the problem. But no, but the way the way that I envision Batman I in my head, Batman the no, animated series. The no exactly, the no killing rule is something that defines Batman. Yeah. Period. Yep. And when you break that, I mean one of the reasons like characters like the Grim Knight and um uh, basically all of Joker, the medals. Jo- Joker Batman, yeah, b- uh the shit, what's his name? Uh, the, the oh, Batman the, the, oh, the Batman who laughs is so jarring. It's because they kill. Because they kill yeah. and it's like this oh, is something that you should never see anyone doing. Flashpoint like, you know, Batman seeing Mr. Rogers like beating someone down. Should, you, shouldn't you say like Specifically, Bruce Wayne, Batman, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Bruce Wayne is Batman, and that's just no. He, w- he no, will always be Batman. No, Batman is Bruce Wayne. Okay, sure. Yeah, you know I'm right. Yeah, yeah. Just as long as Bruce Wayne is in there somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. But like Flashpoint, Batman. I mean, that was the whole thing with his father. Right. Right. It, it is a. It's a for me, and I understand that this may not be the truth for everyone, but for me, 
an essential feature of Batman is the no kill rule. No, I agree. And and one of the things and that he I, doesn't tolerate people that do kill. I forget which comic it was. It was it was something I was reading when I was a kid, and it was one thing that I always loved. Um, he's he's training he's training Dick, and he praising. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And beat, you, beat you to it. So he's training Richard, young Master Richard, and he pulls out an phrasing. Are, are we just not doing phrasing anymore? We're so doing phrasing. Anyway, so he has an arsenal of, of weapons. Yes. Fully automatic weapons, handguns, everything like that. Right. And he teaches him how to shoot them, how to use them, and all of that. And he says... So that you never need use them. No, no, no. And that's the thing. He says, he goes, well, I don't understand. Why do we have them? He goes, just because we don't use them doesn't mean you shouldn't know how to use them. Right. Right. And I, I always liked that, that he still had that tool where he's like look you know yeah we can use these he's like but we are better than that so well, we don't. well if you're going to be I, I would think if you're going to be working against people that do use them right. knowing how they work and how to disarm them if you know how a gun works you know how to disable a gun yeah so it makes perfect sense yeah. I, I think it's best sign uh, summed up by I mean a great you know I, I know this isn't one of your favorite stories but dark knight returns oh yeah no 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 100 percent. that panel where he's breaking the shotgun and he's talking to the the kids and he's saying this loud clumsy thing is the weapon of the enemy yep. we do not need it we will not use it but he has a tank that shoots things yeah yeah but it, do, you, do you remember the animating what they yeah. did she goes wait a minute you're using a tank you're shooting them and he looks R and he goes Rubber bullets. rubber bullets, yeah, and and that's in the comic too. But so so anyway, yeah, it, it makes when you really start to think about it, this story really makes you you realize. Oh yeah, Batman is a hypocrite because he says is the black ops of the Bat family, where he's like, listen, I can't do this. People know that I can't kill, but if you do it. Then everything goes away. It, it, it's you know my you know who really loves uh, the the Red Hood yeah. is uh, the Rando or the the Randalorian. The Randalorian. Like the Randalorian loves uh, loves the Red Hood. Um, you got a name? You got a what? what all right, wait, sidebar. We need to. What's going on what's here? There's a little something. What's happening, what's Jen? Speak up. Speak up. I just don't get cute nicknames. And You're Spider Gen. You're freaking Spider Gen. What are you talking about? More than that. Why does Rando get so many? We we just—it's one. It's well, he is also. Well, he started out as as he's Rando Calrissian. As Rando Calrissian, but he's no longer Rando Calrissian. He has been. He he's is the Randalorian. Henceforth, he is the Randalorian. I need more. Okay. We'll All right. We'll get. We'll, okay. We're gonna we'll, do a show of just Gen. We're names gonna apparently. do a show of just Spider Gen names. Okay. Because we want, we want you to realize that we realize you're important. You are important. You are valued. Okay. Anyway. So, um, Randalorian yeah. loves Red Hood. Does not get Batman at all. We watched the Batman, um, the uh, Death in the Death Family. Death Family, yeah. So he watched it with me. And you know Randalorian. He's, right. not, he's not like a huge he's not a comic book comic guy. He's not a big comic guy, yeah. not a big comic guy. But he's watching this. And my brother is like the ultimate like impractical. Yeah. He's like... He he sees Batman. He's like, that makes no sense to me. I don't get, like. Why are you gonna catch the Joker? He's just gonna escape again and kill more people. And then he sees the Red Hood like, popping people. He's like, oh, this guy. That yes, makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense to me. 
So I, I so he's a Punisher fan. He yeah. He's a Guardian fan. He's he, a, yeah. he's like some people just need killing. <laughs> he would never say that, but it's like I think at least not that. And my brother it's is solving a problem. You know, Randalorian. He is not a violent no, guy at no. all. But he does have this very kind of practical, like engineering way of thinking right. about things. It's like, dude, if the Joker keeps killing people every time he gets out, like, why doesn't Batman just kill him? Well, maybe Arkham should, you know, do better on their security. Maybe the Wayne Foundation should donate more money to Arkham I, so they can buy better shit. Well, see, then we gotta we gotta go. Th- then we're getting into the world of Batman White Knight. Which, yeah. Anyway, which is anyway, a story anyway, I love. Anyway. So anyway, okay. So so that's so that's big point one that that I don't like. Makes, right. The story what, makes Batman look what's like an point a, two. Big big point two. It shits all over on the Killing Joke. All over. It simultaneously praises while also shitting on the Killing Joke. Yeah. Uh, th- this this is a f- th- this is a travesty. Um. So one of the biggest reveals at the end of this story is. Completely undermines the Killing Joke. So, are are you ready for this, Chris? Yeah. It, no, it I read only, it. it. I not, read it. It not only undermines the Killing Joke; it undermines the entire premise of this story. So, let's say you ignore the Killing Joke, okay. right? Let's just say I Killing don't do that, Killing then. Joke. But let's just say okay. you ignore the Killing Joke. What you remember? What set up this entire story? The the three Jokers. We like way back in Justice League. It was like uh, Justice League forty two, two thousand fifteen. Jeff Johns. Batman sits in the, the Mobius chair. Mobius chair, and what does he ask, Chris? What's Joker's real name? What's Joker's real name? Right? Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Exactly. What's Joker's real name? Hey, there you go. <laughs> okay, now Jen, you have to you have to say the same line, but in your Batman voice. What's Joker's real name? Ooh. 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 Chills. Okay, which would imply, and tell me again, I might be an idiot. So I know the name. If someone wait wait. If you ask what is so and so's what real is name. so-and-so's name real name, that implies you don't have that knowledge, correct? You don't know. You don't know, right? And Chris, what do we find out at the end of this whole train wreck? He's always known. He's always known his fucking name. It doesn't make any sense. He's like and it's the stupidest, like not to sound like how people think I sound, but I'm Batman. I knew how he was. I I, I knew who he was the week after I met him. What the actual Fuck! Like <laughs> you, you sit in this chair where you have like the uh, and you were confused. You're, you're endowed with omniscience, right? You can know any the answer to any question that you want to know. Why are we here? Like, what you know? What is the purpose of life? Forty-two. Uh, you know, and how do I? You know, I don't know. Uh, how do I? You know, get the ring around of the collar off of my cowl? I don't know. I mean, some shit like that. Start scrubbing your neck. And you ask a question that you already know the answer to. It completely undermines he the whole story. He doesn't want the readers to know that he already knows because he's staying not one step ahead of the Joker, but one step ahead of you. Of the reader, yeah, exactly. Nah. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So maybe when he sat in the Mobius chair, it endowed him with the knowledge that he was a comic book character, and he's like, oh shit, I can't reveal this spoiler that but I it, know who the Joker is. But if you remember, though, like when he sat in the Mobius chair, he was confused. He wasn't confused. No, he was when he asked, you know, what is his oh, real yeah, name? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was confused. And they, they said they were Which like, one? Which one? And he's like, what the fuck do you mean? So first of all, why is he asking a question that he already knows the answer to? Uh, and then why is he, yeah, why is he confused when Maybe they're telling him this? Maybe he's confirming his hunch. I, Maybe I, he was doubting himself? 
Which is a bit mm, could be. Okay. Could be. There is an entire there's a page in the Killing Joke, and I don't know if you remember it, but it's a part where like after after I think it's after Batman visits the Joker in Arkham, and he's sitting pondering at the bat this computer is, this is the card and cable in it? it it's well this is after this is after he visits so there's the opening scene in killing right. joke he visits the joker I joker's playing solitaire yeah. he greets and and we turns out it's not the real joker right um and then there's a moment where batman's sitting at the bat computer and he's just staring at pictures by the way of the joker and these are my favorite those are always my favorite panels of batman where he's sitting at the computer like doing detective work and he's always got the cowl back right but he's got right, the entire right. suit and you always got the blue glow I, i've always those are my favorite batman panels. yeah yeah and uh, agreed and what do they have like under his name identity unknown unknown question marks so <laughs> it, it's like goes back to my first point this story makes batman look like an asshole like he's known the entire time and i'm sorry point of order uh, yes point of order you keep saying that i do not think it means what you think it means Bat Batman did do a protocol for where he can kill every member of the Justice League. I'm just saying. I didn't think it was. It's not kill. It was neutralize. It wasn't. Yeah, none of his plans. Involved yeah, I that. don't know about that. Batman there, doesn't. Kill. I don't. I don't know about that. It was. It was okay. So for Superman, he had red kryptonite that would make Superman's powers no, go haywire. He, he also had the kryptonite bullet. Well, he didn't have a kryptonite bullet. Yeah. He had. He had kryptonite and. That was actually given to him by Superman, right? Right. Saying but if, what I what ever, saying. if I ever turn bad, so. But okay, again, I understand. No, no, no. But what I'm saying, what I'm, what yeah, I'm trying yeah. to say is, right. it it wouldn't be beyond the thought that Batman is an asshole. Y- yeah, yeah. But but the Batman that I think of is the Batman, I guess, from the enemy. And there have I been so you. many interpretations of this character, so I can understand. That, and we could probably do a whole show of on Batman who, genres. Who is well? Who is Batman? Like. Chris, Whoa. you could describe who is from your Batman, or from a criminal standpoint, you can do it from a, a psychological standpoint, and and you could talk about Jen, like who who is your Batman, uh, yeah. you know, because this is this this is a literary character that is he's different, you know, he's different to he's different, different people, to everybody. but the Batman that I know, the one that is that is my Batman, doesn't kill. I agree, cares greatly for his fellow man, mm-hmm. uh, and would sacrifice anything if it meant saving lives i agree and so this is the guy this is one of the reasons why i like sean murphy's depiction of batman so so well because mm-hmm. he's ready it, it takes him a little bit but he's ready at the end of those stories yeah. to reveal well and, and does reveals who he is yeah he when he when he's backed into a corner and he realizes that w- if i don't reveal who i am this death and destruction isn't going to stop. People, a lot of people are going to die. A lot of people are going to die, and it's it's also great. Like uh, the great moment, um, two two films. Surprisingly, you're the, one of them is going to surprise you. Batman Forever. Yeah. In in Batman Forever, um, there's a moment where do you remember in the very beginning where Two Face takes over the circus? Yeah. And he's threatening to kill everyone. And he starts screaming, "I am Batman!" He, he yells. He goes, "Batman!" Uh, you know, Harvey, Harvey, I am Batman. I am Batman. And. That's that's a perfect Batman moment because Batman cares more than anything about his fellow man, more so than himself, more so than about his mission. If he really cared, though, he would have went down there and told him. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just second. I just want to yell things. Se- second second moment uh, was when in Dark Knight, uh, in the Dark Knight, where 
you know, the Joker saying, unless Batman reveals who he is, right. I'm I'm going to keep killing people. And he has a moment where he's he's ready to reveal. He's like, okay. He's going to turn yeah. himself in. So so that for me is is kind of no. Who I agree with you. Is. I agree with you. So so yeah. I, Let's I, do the good, but we can make it quick because there really isn't much. All right. Um. Well, I mean, first, it's a feast for the eyes. You know, Jason. Fay oh Box, yeah, the art's beautiful. Uh, uh, he's one of the most talented comic book artists working today. Um. And despite the fact that the story never really sticks the landing, there there's really some memorable moments. So the opening scene, I think, where, uh, and and this, you know, it's rendered by Faybach, but if it was. John's writing that plotted all of that out, then I have to give Jeff John's credit, too. Um, the moment where we're looking at all of Bruce's scars, and then we're having flashbacks we've, we've talked about of that. where they came from. That is my, my all-time. And actually, it's also Alex Ross's favorite drawing he's ever done, and I agree. Yeah. Where it's he's just this roadmap. He's there, and you just see all the scarring and, you know, everything that he's been this through. This monument of pain. Yeah, I yeah. loved it. I loved that. Um, the, the, my other, th you know, other good is that the, the story really does attempt to do some interesting things. I mean, it just, it just fails to reach some satisfying resolution. So, you know, in particular, I think having Batman forgive the man who killed his parents really progresses the character. Yeah. I thought that was cool. The fact that he saves, J J not only forgives him, but saves his life. He saves Joe Chill, he, yeah. He saves Joe jo Chill. I thought, you know, I thought that was really cool. Um, Meanwhile, you know, he could have done the whole, I'm not going to kill you. But, but I don't have, have to save you. you. Yeah. We don't have to save you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> and anyway. then you have Bane, of course. <laughs> I can't understand what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Exactly. Um, you know, the story is meant to be how people react to trauma. And Batman's interactions with Joe Chill kind of early on in the story remind us that Bruce really hasn't fully healed from Isn't that from the whole trauma. idea of Batman? Well, he he's li been living with this trauma and I, and I think it's great, you know, that having him forgive Joe Chill and save him really progresses the character. What I'm afraid of though is that we're not going to see that carried through yeah, in the main no. continuity. I, I think what they're going to do is they're gonna be like, yeah, we're done with this. Yeah. We're done yeah. with this. Um and uh, and you know, I've I think the premise of having three Jokers is really intriguing. It's just, it's too bad that they didn't have a payoff. It's right. the same problem that I think Lost had, is that you, you're going to have, all right. And we talked we talk a little gonna about They're going to be crashed in a jungle, yeah. and there's a polar bear who's tap dancing, and somehow Don't forget the smoke monster. knows how to talk. And that's really cool. And a smoke monster. And a smoke monster, but we're not going to explain None where of any of that comes None from. None of it. So, yeah, overall, this book is entertaining insofar as you can turn your brain off and ignore the continuity that the story so insistently wants you to remember. Um, the art is beautiful, and there's some intriguing questions posed, but unfortunately, that's not enough to save the series from feeling like a missed opportunity. I feel like this story suffers from the J.J. Abrams problem, um, which I already, I've beaten that horse enough to death. Two out of five Batarangs, save your money and go read The Killing Joke. I agree. You want to do some movie talk? Let's do some movie talk. Yeah! Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Joey, you like movies about gladiators? Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. We get a lot of 
Black Private Hunt? We we had it. It was uh, exciting uh, back uh, way back December tenth of uh, yeah. twenty twenty, yeah. uh, which we shall never speak of again. Not the not this, but the, the just the year. Uh, we had several exciting announcements at the uh, annual Disney Investors Day oh my meeting, God, man. and it wasn't just like, "Hey, we're doing this and this." No, it was, "Hey, guess what?" And they just th- opened up a bag full of birdseed movies and just <laughs> threw them out there, like, "We're doing this and this and this and this and this and this and this." And like the obedient little pigeons, we just all oh, just we, we all we, ate. We pecked it all up. We all ate. We're like, "Oh yeah, yeah. What else you got? What else you got? You got a pizza there?" So, so one of the things we're gonna uh, we'll we'll lead into our, our casting, uh, which we'll get to in a moment. But um, so we, we found out we're getting you know new series coming to Disney Plus. We're yes. getting uh, a series called Armor Wars. Yes, which is gonna have Don Cheadle reprising his role as Rhodey. So, I'm so stoked for this because we're finally gonna see what War Machine has done. Th- this is kind of if it's gonna be what I think it is. This is sort of the direction I wish they had gone iron I- I- with it with Iron Man to make Man. him the new Iron Man. Uh, no, no, no. What I'm saying is that, so I, the Iron Armor Wars premise was that Tony Stark's technology gets out there, yes, and it's owned by like sovereign governments, right? And then Iron Man becomes like public enemy number one because he's going into these sovereign nations and he's disabling. Taking his, and he's taking his gear back. He's taking his yeah. gear back. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to happen. But this time it's going to be Rhodey doing it. Which I think is a really interesting. Oh, I love premise. it! And Don Cheadle is a phenomenal actor. Anyway, I feel like they really didn't give him like a big enough role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I mean he he's always been sort of a bit player in these movies, but now he gets to be yeah. sort of the I'm the uh, top banana. So I think kind top of top banana. Top banana. I like top that. Top banana. Is that is that right? Are you top banana? No. I we're you knew about gallows, am I, so I'm th- I'm figuring, Jen, you're like my 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 word police over here. No, is that no, is no, is I'm top not. banana a thing? I no? don't think top banana is a thing, but it is now. All right, top all right. Banana, uh, top banana. Um, yeah. So I think what an interesting way to to have him sort of this is how maybe he's honoring Tony's legacy. Yeah, is like my friend would not want his weapons out there hurting people. This is kind of a Oliver Queen. Uh, that they're kind of stealing it from because there was a Green Arrow story. Yeah, where he is realizing he ends up uh, hurt in the jungle and he's with this small uh, village. Mm-hmm. And you come to find out that the dictators are there are all using Queen Tech weapons. And they're right. all doing So he's decided, he goes, no, this isn't going to happen. So he goes and takes his weapons back and with the help of Hal Jordan. And he ends up saying, we are no longer making weapons. We're no longer doing any of this. Never realized how, how similar. Oh, the, they're the, 100%. The story arcs are, yeah. are similar. Tony yeah. Stark and Oliver Queen. We're also getting an Ironheart series, so if you, if I'm kind of lukewarm about this. Well, I know you've never really been, um, you know, hot for the character too much, but uh, if you it's remember, it's interesting. Like I said, but I, I, I talked about back when I was reading yeah. Iron Man. This is the so this is the story of Riri Williams, who is I, I think it's an intriguing idea about uh, a young person like a kind of a uh, wunderkind that reverse engineers Tony Stark's armor. Well, we already and, like, had a kid. Why didn't we use him? You're talking about Spider Man. No. Peter Parker? No. The kid from Iron oh, Man 3. Oh, the kid from Iron Man 3. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he was kind of the sidekick, but I never got the sense that he was, like, brilliant. He was at Iron Man's funeral. He was at Iron Man's funeral. I mean, that's fine, but... Come on. I, you know, Come I'm, on. I'm a big fan of uh, having diverse uh, superheroes, so I like the idea of having, like, an uh, African-American superhero. In my opinion, I in think this was forced. 
Yeah, I I don't think so. I do. I I, I, I like it. I, we I, already have Rhodey. No, I, I don't think it's the same because I, I think because she's younger. Rhodey's a grown man. I, I like it. One of the great things about these superhero comics is I think you read it and you say, that could be me. No, I like agree with the, you there. That's the power I, of fantasy. I 100% agree with you there. Yes. And I could, I could see. And, like, I'm a white dude. So, like, n- so you want to be like a, 90%, a nine-year-old black girl. 90, 90%. Well, that's what I'm saying. 90% <laughs> of the superheroes out there they, are white guys. They're, they're white course, guys. So, like, I could, I could be that so i just think it's great let you know let someone else have a turn and Man. so like i i think or not even just about her being african-american just the fact that she's a girl no i, like ju- I, I well, love the fact that like my daughter we have rescue yeah we have re- more 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 diversity no i i i agree but i honestly i i think when they threw this character in i think i think that's what it was was when they threw it in with the comic book series that i looked at it and i'm like Okay, it just seemed a little unnecessary at the time. I, I know what you're talking about. I think it was during the Marvel Now yeah, period. Yeah. It was when th- we had like a woman Thor. We had uh, Riri Williams as Ironheart. Uh, we had Miles as Spider-Man. And uh, to be honest, Chris, I could totally see what you're talking I'm, about. Like I said, I'm very happy that they're doing it. Don't get me wrong. It's just you've got to do the Uh-oh. right story. Okay, well, apparently Marvel that, is pissed at me. And they're texting me. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a... All right, I'll, um, I'll be quiet. No, no, I, I, get, you know, I, I get what you're saying, because at the time, if you remember, I had kind of the same question. I was wondering to myself, like, I, I'm not sure if this is organic or if this is pandering. Right. So I completely understand no, no, how no. you could feel I'm like interested to see what they're going to do with the series. I mean, it's, it's going to be Disney and Marvel quality. So right there, it's, it's going to be... You know, a billion dollar budget. It's going to look beautiful, and, and we're going to get some crossovers here uh, with Armor Wars, right? Because these are two characters. You can bet uh, if uh, if Rhodey's mission is to go out and collect all of the armor that right. he thinks right. is is in the wrong hands. If he sees a a, a, a young lady, maybe or he's going to take her in as a mentor, kind of a thing. Well, no, I, that's not the route I'm going. I think maybe, at, may, perhaps, but I'm thinking at first he's going to think she's got some stolen right. Stark. Oh, could I'm, be. I'm going to take it off of her. Could be. Yeah, could be. Phrasing. Yeah, that's um, gross though because it's a kid. So, th- so then we're also going to get uh, secret s- invasion. Secret invi- I'm excited now, for this. Is this this is going to be animated though? I don't think so. I I've heard kind of both. You want to you want to look that up? Uh, yeah, and find I, out. I don't think it's going to be. I'm, I'm kind of upset. Um, I'm looking at the list here, and this is with Samuel Jackson. I believe this is the Sam Jackson uh, uh, yes. TV series. No, you are you're absolutely correct. But I I loved this series. Yeah, um, it, I love the idea. And we already have. We've already been introduced to the scrolls. So I, I've been saying for a long time that. Uh, when you so where do you where does Marvel go from here? You've had this huge uh, galaxy spanning uh, sky hole threat, um, you know, of Thanos and the Infinity Stones. Where do you go from here? And I think the next logical step is so that you don't feel like you're uh, retreading ground is you go for a smaller story, right. something that feels a bit more personal. Uh, and I think the idea that the world has been infiltrated so by now aliens I have a feeling is, is great. that Secret Invasion, I think it's going to tie into all of the shows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. That was, In fact, that was one of the things that, um, that they were saying at the investors meeting is that this is going to be what the Netflix shows were s- originally supposed to right. be. But there's only one thing about it that kind of um, 
I'm trying to think of how the best way to, to put this. Sure. I, I'm excited for this uh, because we're finally going to get the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that we deserved. Because you remember they were like, oh, the big green guy. Like, they couldn't say their right. names. You had to and have kind of a separation. I hated that. Yeah. I hated it so much. And that's the reason why nobody watched that damn show. Well, and th- the same thing even with the Netflix shows, which I know that you like. Oh, they, I loved them. They, they only could kind of indirectly reference it. They, People. Yeah. yeah. But there's going to be, like, strong connective tissue right, right. between the Disney shows and the, the movies. Which no, I agree. Which I think will kind of suck if you don't have Disney Plus because then if you, you go to the movies. But I I, I think it's probably a hey, guess good, what, kids? It's a marketing, great marketing you need strategy. Dad's mom and dad. Yeah. You got to check out these TV shows. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm just looking at on the Marvel.com, this will have Sam Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. But now it's a matter of if it's going to be animated or not. Yeah, I don't I don't believe it's going to be animated. So, I th- so I, all right. So we have that. We have. We're um, going to get She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Lo- can I just tell you? So there's a weird, rumor. Weird fact. I love She-Hulk. So th- there's a rumor with this one, too. Um, So we... I've already heard, like I told, it's not really given much away. Right. Um, they had talked about, you know, with the new Spider-Man movie and everything like mm-hmm. that, and with Spider-Man in trouble, that, uh, because spoiler, everyone's saying that he killed Mysterio. Right. Well, he's going to need an attorney. Now, the rumor has it, it could either be She-Hulk or Matt Murdock. But I have also heard, so they've already, they've, People have seen Charlie Cox around the Marvel building. So I have a feeling he's been there for a meeting. However, however, I wouldn't be surprised if he showed up in She-Hulk. Oh, it makes perfect I, sense. I would not be surprised. It makes at all. I, I'm, I'm hoping. Uh, no, not, not really. Go ahead. Like, uh, oh, okay, so. She-Hulk is uh, uh, alter ego's Jennifer Walters. Uh, she also happens to be the cousin of one Bruce Banner, who you may know as the Incredible Hulk. Uh, she is, uh, I- I'm sure they've like rebooted her origin, but this the essence is that she's injured, needs a blood transfusion, and the only one who can save her life is, is Bruce. So when she receives a blood transfusion from Bruce, it turns her into the She-Hulk. Um, she, un- unlike... The, the Hulk, she yeah. retains her personality. She is not out of control. Uh, it, it more It's it, everything that Bruce wanted to be. And, and it kind of disinhibits her a little bit. Like, she's a little more outgoing as the She-Hulk. Right. But pretty much is kind of... Is she, like, always green? She's... she's well, it depends I've on the... Se- I've seen both sides. Yeah, yeah. In, in, the, in the comics, she, uh, she can return to... She can at will... Kind of turn back into she Jennifer Teen Walters, um, yeah. She can she can do it at will now. In uh, 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 like a year or two ago, I think I don't know if you remember me talking about yeah, the but they Hulk, kept her the Hulk series. Yeah, after she had been assaulted by Thanos, yeah, um, she would turn into the to She Hulk when she was in a rage and she was much more out of control and her appearance was much different and and it was a it was an appearance and attitude much more similar to the Hulk, but. Uh, I recommend to you totally if you want to read just some fun kind of lighthearted comedy adventure, read Dan Slott's run on the She-Hulk. It is I really enjoyed it, and um, it just addresses like what happens like in the superhero world. Like uh, 
you know, well, like th- Daredevil, like he had to go to court. Remember, there there was a whole run series of Daredevil being sued because he fights somebody, and they end up falling through a multi million dollar glass, uh, like uh, uh, greenhouse, and. He doesn't obviously have insurance, and the guy goes to sue Daredevil. Oh, I didn't remember that. Daredevil actually has to show up in court. But what's kind of funny is um, the rich guy hires Nelson and Murdoch to sue Daredevil. Oh, that's so funny. You you see them having to kind of go back and forth, and that's but, hilarious. But with, with with She-Hulk, you know, she would represent the superheroes. It's kind of like um, Harvey Birdman. Okay. So okay. The one that the one that I remember the case that comes to mind and I think it was early in the run is Spider-Man State. sues J- uh, Joe J-, J Jonah Jameson for slander and I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like uh, I didn't call him a creep. He did it himself. Yeah. So I I, I think it's going to be in the vein of the Dance Lot series. So I I That's I, gonna be I recommend that to you. Uh and it you know the great thing about that is you get to introduce you have the whole Marvel universe to play with. And you could have like you could have Howard the Duck like be right. be a plaintiff or a defendant. Oh, I would love this. it more. Like Howard the Duck has like uh, lewd and lascivious charges. Oh, you know, totally. Out the yeah. Street and exactly. Oh yeah. My God. Yeah. You could do so much with this um, for not wearing pants. Right. Because <laughs> right. Because he's an animated character. All right. Doesn't, doesn't uh, another pants. thing that we got to we got it a little while ago though. Did you see the trailer for Wandavision? I did. So I did. it looks like I th- from my premise. It's definitely she's creating the world in her mind. Yeah. This is yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. I forget that story arc where Wanda creates her whole world, and it's basically her kids. And what was it? it was it the House of M? Well, they've had the storyline. Uh, there have been a few storylines where Wanda's powers have altered right. reality. There was one where she and Vision so she and Vision got married, right? Yeah, and then they she had, had kids. They had kids, and, and then it turned out that the two kids—it was really heartbreaking. Right, and in the, the kids comic. started melting. Well, they—they they weren't. Yeah, she realized yeah. that they—they weren't—they yeah. weren't real. And then there was House of M, where this was after—I I don't know what event happened—but she basically creates a world right. where there's no mutants, right? Um, and so I, yeah, very much so. I think it's going to be that. This is yeah. But what I'm also excited about—I don't know if you've noticed—but I think every episode. Is going to be a different genre of year, a different era, yeah. So it's a different yeah. era because if you look at it at the first, it's in the fifties, and then the next thing you know, like it does it like a pan over, and they're in the sixties, and the seventies, and the eighties, and you're like it's a TV show, like. And what's neat about it is it's like a fifties TV show where it looks like Leave It to Beaver, it's black and white, and then sixties yeah, yeah. is like the Brady Bunch, and then seventies, and then eighties. It it looks so cool. I think it's interesting that they've they got Catherine Hahn. To be in the in the yeah. show, um, if you remember her, I, I always remember her from. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, I forget the title. I don't of the remember movie. What it was. No, 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 it's 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 uh, the goods. Yeah. I remember from the movie the the goods, and then um, what else is Catherine Hahn? There, hold on. Been in. Um, she is going to play an antagonist of some kind. I don't know yet who, but she is kind of present in all of the different realities. So she's she's a constant. So whereas Wanda is kind of creating. How do you spell her last name? H A H N. Um, and I think she was in Step Brothers, also. So she's she's a good good comedic did actress. He, did she play their mom? No, no, she didn't. She didn't play their mom. That was Mary Steenburgen. Um. But yeah, 
WandaVision looks really interesting, and you get a sense. Have you seen the trailer, Jen? No. No? Oh, you haven't seen it? Jen, okay. okay. Here's the thing, thing about Spider-Jen. I don't watch trailers. She wa- she wants to be surprised when she walks into our living room because we don't go to theaters anymore. That's fair. That's fair. So, but it kind of sucks for discussion on the show, but that's fair. That's fair. Can we can we talk about the one show that I am so stoked for? Loki. Absolutely not. Falcon and the Winter oh Soldier. Oh my god, man, I am so stoked. And you know why, right? Uh, the Wh- shield? W- no, I have mine, but <laughs> It's going to be a buddy spy movie. Yeah. I yeah. Listen, in my personal opinion, my personal opinion, this is not a reflection of the Justice Nerds podcast. This is Chris. Chris only. I I am H.O. The best. In my humble opinion. The best Marvel movie that they did was Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Um, I I could see that. I it's in my top it's three. It's a spy movie, and it was oh so awesome. It is really good, and I love. I actually really love the chemistry between uh, Anthony Mackie oh, oh, go- oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Sebastian With, Stan. Without a doubt, like the hole where they're sitting in the car and they're fucking with the seat and he goes hey can you move the seat up a little bit because they're fighting over who is Steve Rogers I'm best his friend. best friend no, no I'm, I'm his best, best friend. friend well now he's not there and now they're like I guess we'll have to become I, friends well I guess we have to but I'm I'm really excited to see where they go with this it's it's definitely going to be something very interesting I, I have a Winter Soldier related question for you okay let me see if I can answer it well no no Google no it's me. it's an opinion question so. Do you feel like since they made him a good guy that they kind of nerfed him? Because in Winter Soldier, yeah. he's like the Terminator. He's a badass. Like, he's unstoppable. Oh, yeah, 100%. Do you feel like they nerfed I, I him in the I later do. movies? I, I 100%. And because like if they had that Winter Soldier helping them in, wa- in the Battle of Wakanda. They would have never needed it. Yeah, yeah, you know. I, I agree. You do feel like they nerfed I, him? I do. Uh, I, I'm kind of hoping that maybe he, he talks about it like I was holding back because I was afraid of what I'll turn into kind of a thing. Do you know what I mean by nerfed? You do know what I mean by nerfed, Jen. Nerf she's, stairs. She, she's shaking her head. Nerf stairs so they don't hurt you anymore. Um, no, I agree with that. Okay. Um, the other thing that I was kind of hoping with, with, we all want it. Maybe we'll get an episode of two. Maybe Bucky will put the Captain America suit on. You know, you, you want to see uh, you want to see Buck Cap. I I do, but I completely understood why Steve gave, um, you know, the Falcon the shield. He's passing the torch. Well, not even that. Not even that. Of the two, Bucky's damaged goods. He's oh, yeah. got his own problems. He's that dark, mysterious. You know, well, he's got a record, too. right? But he's that dark, he's mysterious figure, right? Whereas Falcon truth and justice and the American way and trying to do everything, you know, the, the proper way, the right way, um, in my opinion, he holds the uh, true spirit of Pure Captain purity. America. Purity. He, he is Captain America. He, he, is, he is not impure in any way. Right. Like, Bucky's been kind of corrupt. He's a little tainted, you know, that he can he can do that. Taint. So, yeah, it's, it's phrasing. Um, so you know, yeah. the, this but, is my nerd brain working, yeah. a- and... Um, and it's got nothing to do with the fact that I thought like the you know the the Falcon cap uh, outfit looked kind of goofy, but it's it's more uh, this is my like my nerd brain working right when when Steve Rogers handed Falcon the shield I'm like that's that's nice but like Sam Wilson doesn't have like super strength or nothing. anything like that like how is he gonna throw 
how is he going to throw this thing? You know, right. I was just thinking about that, and I'm like, is he just going to, like, drop it on people like a bird dropping? Ding! Thing? Yeah! <laughs> you, you know, like, Ding. I, I mean, of the... I, Everything that you said right. is absolutely correct about Sam. But Wilson. he doesn't have any powers. But he doesn't have any powers. Whereas Sebastian, and that's just me or being I'm sorry. A, that's just me being a fanboy. But, but Bucky, he's at least got the robot arm. Well, not even that. He was given Russia's version of the super soldier serum. He is a super soldier. So he, he, maybe they're just gonna like frisbee it back and forth to each other. And, and that, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I'm I'm kind of wondering like that. I'd be all right with that if they did sort of a Batman you know Incorporated kind of thing where you had multiple. Caps. I already know what they can do. What they attach the shield to Redbird. Bang! Oh, uh, Red Wing. Yeah. Red Wing. No, Redbird. Redbird. No, his name is Red Red Wing. Big Bird. Huh? Big Bird. Yes, Big Bird's there. Big Bird. Um, so anyway, no, that that trailer looked good. Let me ask you, wh- why don't you like Loki? No, no, no. It was. I did see the I, Loki. Trailer. I am excited for the Loki trailer. Don't oh, let me. Don't get me wrong. Which but, is not your favorite. But that is what I'm really stoked for. But Got the it. Loki, it seems interesting. I just. You know, it's I need to watch it. Time I need, travel I in need, the multiverse. Right. I need to see where, because like I'm like I don't know where he is. You know, I've never heard of intrigue, because they they actually say the place that he is. And like, oh, well, once you're here, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, 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 Chris, 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 Chris. It was Owen Wilson. Yeah. You, you got to say it right. Do you right. know what's crazy, though? You got to say it right. I hope he says, wow. 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 You, I, wow. You don't know where you are. You don't know where you are. Crazy. Wow. Wow. There you go. You All know, right. So that's, that's more like it. So that's what happened to Owen Wilson. Like, he stopped acting because he went into that. The multiverse, he, he got stuck. The, you know, went, went in the multiverse. But, but wait, we, we finally found a trailer that Jen watched, so we got to get her take oh, on it. can I say one thing, though? Yes. Did anyone, hold on, uh, talk amongst yourselves real quick. Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to get. Go ahead, guys. Spider didn't do. God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to interrupt you. Wait, can you wait? <laughs> no, 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 no. Go ahead, Spider Jen, please. What did you think? What was I, your take? I, I, it looked interesting. Would you wow. like? Do you, do you like? What, what do you think of Tom Hiddleston as like as as that character? As I, Loki? I mean, I ad- I adore him as Loki. I think it's very fitting. Um, I like the story of Loki, so I'm just interested to see where it goes. Th- this looks like he's been abducted by some type of agency, and they're like they're not impressed by the fact that he's an Asgardian. No. You notice that? That's like yeah, they're okay. like yeah, so yeah, we we M- maybe they're I. better. Yeah, oh. it, it, they're definitely aliens of some. Some ilk. I do get my thing now. You ready? Can anyone else say that Owen Wilson looked like Tom Cruise in Collateral? I, no. Yes. I mean, I'll, I'll concede the fact that he had white hair. No. He's wearing the suit and everything. Like, I'm looking at him and I'm like, that, that looks like Tom Cruise. And the haircut. It's the same haircut. Th- they literally took a Collateral costume and just threw it on Owen Wilson. Okay. But anyway. Cycling so is important for the environment. So... So it's definitely seems like some type of like interdimensional yeah, policing like, force or something I'm like curious. time cop well, kind of a thing. But my thing is, is you know, if you noticed, he wasn't holding the the cube, like when he was in the elevator. When oh, they oh they took that from him, for right? Sure. They're like, give me that. Oh wow, give me that. Wow, you don't deserve that. What if that. he's smuggling it like a mule? Oh, in his butt cheeks. Maybe is that what you're talking about? Maybe are you picturing Tom Hiddleston? With that uncomfortable hunk Maybe his guardians of, have square of butt cubes up, his, up his butt. Is that what you're saying? I hid this uncomfortable hunk of cosmic cube up my ass. But then he could like two absorb years. its power. Ooh, like a like a cosmic suppository. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. So Loki, everyone. Yay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited for that. Let's talk about um, our big thing here, please. Let's. Oh get wait, to wait. It. What, what if? Can we just mention what if real quick? Throw a little. Throw a little bone. Yeah, they're thing. doing a cartoon series called What If, and the What If series basically there's going to be multiple different episodes, and they're going to be all the difference basically on the, the comic book series. Come on, do. man! I mean, it's like we're no, okay, I so did. I, I actually, and here's the thing that I am really excited about: the What If series. It's an animated series, but all of the the characters that are being played in are actually the actors that did them in live action, and this, um, unless they're going to do. Black Panther 2, the way that they're saying, yeah. this is the last thing that Chadwick Boseman actually yeah. did. So that'll yeah. be really cool. So It'll his nice. story is, what if T'Challa was abducted by uh, y- Yondu, of Yondu yeah, with yeah, the yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, who, so he becomes Star-Lord instead of the Black Panther? Star-Kid. Yes. <laughs> I like that. And so what, what were some of the other ones that Marvel you, you Zombies. Remember? Marvel Zombies, and then what if Peggy Carter had became become Cap- Captain America? Captain America. So she, well, technically, she'd be Captain Britain. Captain Britain. Yes. Which, and what's cool is Steve Rogers is in it. He's this tiny little twerp, but he's in it. What's the- <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, totally, totally. Okay, yeah, so sorry. Let's the big, talk about big, the big thing Big, here. big, big news. Uh, we are getting a rebooted Fantastic Four. Uh, that was confirmed. Again. Uh, again, a reboot of a reboot. Of a reboot. Of a reboot. Of a rehashing, of a reimagining. Is it going to be like another origin, or they don't, we don't say? Know. They we don't, don't know. say, and that's kind of what we did here. So we decided with this happening. Why don't, uh, let's go. Uh, it's going to get the same director as Spider-Man: Homecoming. So Which John, John Watts is directing. So we're getting Night Monkey. So I think <laughs> the Night Monkey, but I I like that because uh, what what he did with Spider-Man was he was going for that kind of. Uh, teen uh, John Hughes kind of vibe, the family so, thing. Yeah, I so, like that. So I think if he can bring that same sensibility to Fantastic Four, because at heart they're you know Justice League, X Men, they're they're te- Avengers, they're teams. Right. Fantastic Four is a family, so you need to approach right, I it agree with, that. With, with that mindset. Um, that's kind of all that we know, really. That's is it. Who who's going to be directing it? That's I, it. Now I have you. Spider Man Far From Home. Uh huh. And you watch the end the. Uh, what, what do they call that? The, sti- the end of the credits stinger? scene? The, the stinger? The stinger. You watch the stinger uh, at the end. There is a moment where you see, and I think it's a, like a blink and you'll miss it, but you see the Avengers Tower is under construction. But, but it's Oscorp. And if you look at the bottom, it says, one, we've been rebuilding. Two, into something really cool. Three, wait till you see what comes next. And instead of the number four, they have a question mark. Uh. So there's been some speculation that Avengers Tower is actually going to be turned into the Four Freedoms Tower. Wait a minute, though. But it was already bought out by Oscorp. Where where are you getting that? Because there is no Oscorp yeah. yet in the... In, the... in the second... I think it's the second movie. I'll, I'll show it to you. The, Reed the Richards bought... No, Oscorp. that it was bought by... by Norman Osborn, they talk about it, but there's no Norman Osborn yet, yet. in this in this world. Um, but anyway, I mean, anyway. I, 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 we don't know if that's going to be the case, but we don't know who's cast in this thing yet, right? Um, so, so we did a little we cast, uh, we pitch and we cast. No, no, you pick. No, it was we pitch it and you cast it. But since we didn't put it out there to the audience, we're both pitching and catching, casting, right? Phrasing. You know, it's just I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, pitching, ca- ca- catching. We're just we do it all. We anyway. do it all. So we're 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 going to cast the Fantastic Four movie. 
Um, I have casted a, just a total of seven rolls. So how uh, many did you cast? Chris? I did one, two, three, four, five. So six. Mine's short. I did seven. Okay, I did right. seven and, as well. And, and Jen, However, how many did did you cast? I did five, but technically seven. Okay. Tech. Oh. Well. Okay. Ladies first. You want to do lady? No, lady? no, 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 no. You're not. No? You're no. not going to go last. Yeah. No, no, that's not how. I'll go middle. Jen Sandwich. Do you want to start? I will start. All right. Okay. Um, actually, we'll, why don't we? Why don't we do it? We'll do ladies last, I guess. And all right. We'll give her the cleanup so that way we, we, right. we can do that. Okay. Um. So why don't we start with Reed Richards? Okay. Uh. So I will I share. I here, and I have literally folded the paper because I d- I didn't want to. All right. I'm an idiot. Uh, when I first was casting for Reed Richards, I thought, you know who would make a great Reed Richards? Who? Miles Teller. <laughs> Until then, I in preparation for the show, and I was watching uh, about the Fantastic Four, and then I saw the Josh Trank movie, and I was like, yeah, Josh Trank had the same idea about five years ago. Do you know what's the greatest thing ever? All right. So a little bit about that movie. First off, they nailed the thing. Oh, did they? Loved. That movie wasn't terrible, but it was mm-hmm. rushed. Like, so that movie actually holds kind of a special place in my heart. Really? Yes. Yeah, I'll be honest. I've never seen it. That's the one with Michael B. Jordan, right? I've never seen it, but go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Do you know why? Why I've never seen it? No, no, no. Why it holds a special place in my heart. Why does it hold a special place in your heart, Chris? Go ahead. Th- that was our first date. Ah. So okay. All right. It's a crap movie. But here's the thing. But look at what it led to. It was such a beautiful union. So it wasn't bad, right? But the thing was, is it felt kind of rushed. Like all of a sudden, you're looking, you're like, "Holy shit, they're fighting Doctor Doom already!" Like it was, it was just boom. There wasn't a lot of substance. It was was very slow. And and then all of a sudden, yeah, it was like real build up, build up, build up, bang, and you're like, "Oh, already?" But yeah, so I can't pick Miles Teller as my Reed Richards because he already got picked. So I went with another uh, terrific actor. I went with Eddie Redmayne. I thought you know who that is, right? Eddie Redmayne, uh, Fantastic Beasts. He was in Fantastic. He he oh. played uh, yeah the uh, he played Stephen Hawking. He played Stephen oh. Hawking. Yeah. Uh, he, he he's a fantastic. Yeah, actor. he's he's an incredible actor. I, I like I like him. I almost cast him. I I almost did. Well, who, so. who did you cast? No, 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 as Reed no, no, we'll do it after. We'll do it. After. Oh, I thought we were doing. I do one. You do one. No, uh, okay. No, no, no. I figured we would all go through with all of ours. Okay. Or I want to hear your world. So, Jay. all right. So, so show me your world. I'll show you the a whole new world. Okay. Yay! Uh, Sue Storm. Okay. okay. Uh, I I had to give this a lot of thought, and uh, <sighs> yeah, this, I, me too. I ended up going with Diana Agron, who, uh, if you ever watched the show Glee. Yeah, she was the blonde, the real bitchy cheerleader. Jane in, Lynch. Uh, no, no, Jane Lynch is Jane Lynch. <laughs> Diana Agron is Diana Agron. I am Jay. Wait, and you are, and you are Chris. Diana Ag- Agron. I, I, I think I know. I think I know who that is. Yeah, uh, uh, she, she's. I mean, she's. A, she has the physicality for the character. She's a good actress. Uh, so what you're saying? She's, she's blonde and good looking. She, well, I mean, she's definitely blonde and good looking, but she's also a good actress, and she's done comedy. Which I I think that comedy's you know, hard. It, it's comedy's hard, so it's easy to go from you know from comedy to to serious. Um, and she's at the right you know about the right age. She's a little younger than Eddie Redmayne, but uh, yeah, I, I thought she would make a good Sue Storm. For Johnny Storm, yeah. I I went real young. Well, I guess you know everything is relative. Oh yeah yeah yeah, I know exactly who she is. Uh, I'm gonna mispronounce the name, Gatton Matazaro. 
which that name won't mean anything to you until I say Dustin from Stranger Things. Wow, you went really. I went real, but well, he's, he's eighteen now. Yeah, he's eighteen. He, he's eighteen now. Mm. And you know what was I, uh, partly what was driving my my thought about uh, I was I was going for a look of more of a um, ultimate Fantastic Four where everyone's a little younger. And Johnny Storm, if you look at that comic, he's got kind of blonde, curly hair. Yeah. And so I just can't help it because I just see Dustin. You're gonna see Dustin so lit the entire time. Flame on. I I I I get it. I went back and forth over this, but I wanted to go younger. I wanted I an like, actor who like can I said, do comedy. I'm, I'm down. I'd watch it. Um, Ben Grimm. Yeah. Uh, again, I wanted. I was thinking more of someone who could play sort of like a, a veteran sort of pilot, kind of cocky. So I went with Jai Courtney. For Ooh, him. yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And since so many actors now are, are kind of straddling both houses of right. Marvel and DC, right, right, yeah. he's Captain Boomerang over in DC. Let him be Ben Grimm over I think in he's the Marvel. Very well with that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for Victor Von Doom, and I'm going to butcher yes. this name. I went for Nikolajah Coster Waldo, who again, if you don't know the name, you will recognize him as Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. So yeah. I wanted an actor that that actually is very big in the the fan cast world. They like him a lot. Yeah. Where he can be he can be that arrogant, sufferable monster. Very arrogant, and he you know he's a handsome guy. So I could see him like being as totally Upset destroyed because he's disfigured because he's got a little time disfigured. Right. And that's the thing I love about Victor Von Doom is like what he considers disfigured is he gets a little teeny scar. He looks like a GI Joe on his cheek. And then he's like, nope, my face is hideous. I must seal it away forever right. behind an iron mask. Right. Uh, I think he would be a really compelling Doctor Doom. Okay. Obviously, huge age difference yeah. between him and the other actors. He's like 50 years old. My other actors are like in their which, which would make 20s sense and 30s. Well, the way I see it, because in the comic books, Reed and he were contemporaries, but I'm thinking in my world, in Reed, my comic book. Reed books, is like Doogie Hauser, so. Well, he's going to be, I was going to see him more of like a former mentor. Sort right. of like a Dr. Octopus, Peter Parker yeah, sort I of dynamic. I could see that. Um, so, and then for Namer. Okay. okay. Oh, sub, okay. Sub, I'm casting Namer, the, su the Submariner. Yeah. Um, I cast Zachary Quinto. Oh, so we've already 100%. seen him in po pointy ears. One hundred percent. I mean, he's got the angular face, every everything about it. Yeah, but he is actually my second choice, <gasps> Chris. I did. I'm throwing you a little curveball. Throwing you a little curveball. Oh, he is my backup pick for, for my casting for Namer. Okay, my first pick for Namer would be Keanu Reeves. Yeah, okay. I would want Keanu Reeves. I could see it to play the I sub the Submariner. I could see. We it. can see that from the John Wick movies. He's got this dark that, that ferocity, ferocity, yeah. intensity. He's yep. definitely got the physicality for it. I think he could make a really good submariner. Okay. And then lastly, I did a cast for Mole Man. Let me guess. Yes, Danny DeVito. You know, I I everybody's could been I casting. Could totally Danny see how you could do Danny DeVito. No, Who? actually, I picked John Leguizamo. And let me tell you why I picked John the Leguizamo. Clown. From his role as oh, the clown God, yeah. in the Spawn movie, I'm picturing my mole man is John Leguizamo in a fat suit, yes. played sort of, sort of comedic, but also menacing. Yes, I would love. Well, and even still, like he could be that first villain in the beginning of the movie that they beat up, and he's you know upset about it, and Doom, you know, is the real 
villain of the movie. Yeah. Kind of do yeah. you have an idea of a storyline? I do. I, kind of a rough storyline. So I'm, I'm trying to, to think about how, how do you introduce the Fantastic Four into the existing Marvel Universe? Uh, so for my, kind of my story, I'm, and this also kind of runs parallel to how I would introduce the X-Men as well into okay. the Marvel Universe. Uh, so Earth was ground zero for the, well, twice now, for the Infinity Gauntlet. Right. So all kinds of energies and radiations being released into the environment. So I'm thinking, what if those radiations being released had an effect on the populace? And what if, at the, at the moment that, let's say, the original snap or one of the snaps or right. w- whatever uh, happened to be the moment when the Fantastic Four were conducting their experiments oh, okay. or going on their Where mission. they up on their, their shuttle. So when those energies get released, it interacts maybe with something that okay. the Fantastic Four are doing, and it turns them all. It, that's where they gain can, uh, their powers. Can, can I point something out? Yeah, you're throwing it. Like, you were throwing looks at me and Jen when I'm mentioning radiation. Do you all have, like, some type of, like, this kinky, like, no, no, radiation no, 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 no. role-play no, no, no. thing here? This no, thi- Weird that my mind went there, isn't it? This is kind of weird. Can I can I tell you? Sorry, go ahead. You you basically just uh, named off the premise from the TV hit TV show series on the CW, The Flash. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, I guess, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could see that. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, no, not at all. <laughs> I love it. Don't get me wrong, but, but I was like, it's like the collider explains y- everything. Exactly. That's it. Human shark collider. Uh, yeah. Guy who can control the cold collider. Collider. It's so this one is, you know, hey, I can stretch my arms. Snap. Finger snap. It's the snap. Finger snap. Snap. Finger snap. It's the crackle. It's the pop. Yeah. Snap, crackle, and a pop. So, so that would be sort of my premise is that uh, the, th- the events of the movie are set in motion by... I'm, I'm excited for that. By the, by the snap. I would watch um, it. Uh, I, don't, I don't want Doom. In my version of the story, I would not want Doom to be part of the Fantastic Four origin. I think it should be kind of more traditional to the comic book that he becomes Doom before they become the Fantastic oh, okay. Four because of a lab uh, lab accident involving Reed. Um, but yeah, that that's my cast. What, what did you okay. get, Okay, so do you want cast first or do you want storyline first? It's up to you. No, no, no. Dealer's choice. No, no, no. I'm, I'm facing an audience here. Uh, now give us your cast and then give us your premise. Okay. So Mr. Fantastic, uh, I as soon as somebody mentioned this person as a uh, potential for Reed Richards, mm-hmm. I, I literally said, I'm down. I'm down, I'm down, I'm down. And that was John Krasinski. I I know. I, I want John Krasinski, because he, he now is, um, you know, more of a drama actor. Of course, Jim from The Office, but now he is in... More Quiet Place. Um, right, but uh, his, his Amazon series... Um, oh, uh... Jack, Jack uh, 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 I want to call him Jack Reacher, Reacher but, but it's not Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. The yeah. Jack Ryan series, it's a lot more serious, yeah, and yeah. you can see that he can do the role. And I, I would like, I like him. I like him as an actor. I think he does very well. Um, but of course, everybody that casts him, they always Emily cast Blunt. Emily Blunt as Mrs. Fantastic, obviously his <laughs> wife. I didn't want to <laughs> do that. Oh, not that kind of. Now, role. now here's okay, the thing sure. too. Ju- just so you know. Everybody that I have, once again, everybody that I have put into here is only a potential. They don't have a working contract with Marvel or, you know, potentially DC. 
I, I really, I always. You're, you're really giving this a I lot always, of thought. I always do that. Like, okay. I always try. Um, so th- this Miss Fantastic that I did, um, I she used to be part of the Fox generation, but I don't. I saw oh, her okay. kind of gone. So for me, for Sue Storm, I want Alice Eve. So Wait, what? Who did she play? She was an X Men. She played. Um, did she? Yeah, she she played. Uh, 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 oh my God, Emma Frost. Oh, in the Wolverine Origins movie, didn't she? No, in the the X Men. Uh, Which X Men movie? That uh, God damn it, dude! First Class. That uh, that wasn't Alice Eve. That was uh, the uh, the Emma Frost was played by. Um, she's from Mad Men. The the blonde from you're talking about the the blonde yeah, yeah, actress from Mad Men, but anyway, no, it's not it's not Alice, but Alice Eve. Eve I, I loved her in Star Trek. I yeah. thought she's a a very strong uh, leading female. I I think she can she can help carry the cast and and kind of move it forward. Um, but she's yeah, also she's a she's a British actress. Yeah, yeah. So I I thought she would be you know phenomenal for that. Um, Human Torch. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher his name i i went a little it's january jones by the way uh, january jones yeah. was Emma Frost, so don't worry you're not i'm you're not, 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 not infringing so on anything anyway uh see i could have i could have sworn but anyway human torch i went with somebody i'm gonna i'm gonna butcher his name and you probably maybe know him but uh once i tell you who he is then then you'll be all set okay i went with uh i think it's i think it's dakry montgomery does that name sound familiar? Oh yeah, he, yeah. I he cast him Jason. in my in my X Men movie. He was Jason in the Power Rangers movie. He's also the mullet wearing guy from Stranger Things. I I wanted. I think Billy. He was Billy. Yeah, he was Billy. I I think he would be an awesome. I I agree. Johnny Storm. I agree. Um, a lot of people went with like Zac Efron, and I was like, Jack Zac Efron's like forty. I was like, we I needed a younger, younger guy. Dude. So I, I I think he would be pretty. And I think it's funny that funny. we both went with Stranger Things actors for yeah. our Human Torch picks. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Oh, uh, we got a, we we'll a question. See. We no, got a question. No, no, it's just there's three of us that went oh. with. So we'll see. Oh, weird. Okay, all right, all right. So we had that uh, for Ben Grimm. Yeah. So I I saw the internet and saw what everybody was casting, and I, they all want Sam Worthington, which I'm okay with. Uh, okay. I like Sam Worthington. I, I could, I, I could see that. That's not who I picked. Okay. I went with another Star Trek alum. I want Carl Urban. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can see him. Sure, oh, I mean, sure. right now he's he's doing the boys, but... Phrasing. Eh, um, But I think he would be great as as Ben because he, he can be gruff, but, he, yep. you know, he, he's, he's definitely gruff. You know, kind of a what did they do to me kind of look at me, I'm a monster kind of a thing. I would love to see him do that. I like that pick. Um, so, one of my favorite—I don't want to. One of my favorite iterations of the Fantastic Four is uh, I could see Reed like running around, you know, the lab doing that kind of stuff. But he has—he has assistant. He has a hand. I cast Herbie. Herbie, okay, I, all right. So Herbie is his his personal robot that comes and helps right. him. He kind of floats around and right, 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 right. So of course. Patton Oswalt. You have to have a movie with no. this person. The person's in everything. I picked Alan Tudyk. Oh, yeah. Oh, perfect. He's in everything. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So I, I figured he could be very good. And, and, and he plays robots and sidekicks. Right. and So I think it's set for I him. I like it. So uh, I picked uh, our, our uh, Victor Von Doom. Yes, yes. Okay. 
I went with uh, Rufus Sewell. I don't know him. Have you ever seen A Knight's Tale? Uh, I long time ago. Okay. He played Count Adamar. He was the bad guy in that. Uh, he was also in The Man in the High Castle. He played one of the uh, general inquisitors of the Nazis. Um, he is – so everybody was – I'll tell you. He, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look this no, up no, no. so I can see so my, my first pick, my first pick who I wanted was Mads, Mads Milkinson. However, I'm like, wait a minute. Nope. I was like, you can't do it because of Doctor Strange. Or we're just going to yep. we're just going to pretend that that didn't happen, that he wasn't in there. So uh, yeah. So no but can do. Rufus Sewell, he. I was also going to pick Jason Isaacs, but I I feel that. Oh, I see him. But Rufus yeah, Sewell, yeah. he's got that. He can be a bad guy. He plays a lot of, and he's you know I just see that scar on his face, and he's another one. Who I could see be like, I'm disfigured. I'm a monster. I I, I see that. He's got kind of a menacing uh, look to him. Sure. So, in my story, yes. Um, I'm going to have a certain cosmic energy there. Um, it. We're gonna have partial role with this person, so they're gonna have a, a good beginning, no middle, and good towards the end kind of a thing. Okay. I picked the Silver Surfer. I okay, I, I want right. the Surfer. Uh, and so who? Yeah, you're, you're about to announce your casting. I I am. And okay. It's the only Surfer I I really want. <laughs> and and it's funny that you picked him as well. I want Keanu. Keanu Reeves. Reeves uh. I can see him as the all-knowing. <sighs> you know, so we can do that. So do I not actually be afraid, most excellent friends. Yeah, but but I wouldn't go that route. But right, more right, of I like know. an ominent cosmic being kind of a thing. Um, I actually went. With a Fantastic Four storyline, okay, that that I wanted, so I chose uh, the Peril and the Power. So it's Fantastic Four's volume fifty-seven through sixty. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, Peril of Power is a four-part story story in which Doom uses a machine to steal the power cosmic from the Silver Surfer. Oh, that's a classic story, yeah. So, uh, what follows in a globe-trotting adventure it brings together the Inhumans. Into this storyline, as well as the Frightful Four and numerous other Fantastic Four characters. So, of course, you know, if we've already got the cast for the Inhumans mm-hmm. and doing all that kind of stuff, we can already link them there. My Fantastic Four is they've already been the Fantastic Four for a little while. Oh, okay. Not I an origin I story. I just don't feel that there's a need. We've already seen it three times. No more. Mm-hmm. And I, I would like them to already be in their their world and how they handle things and mm-hmm. what they do mm-hmm. because that's unfortunately it's, it's what happens we get a lot people go okay we're gonna do an origins okay we're gonna do a second movie or we're gonna do a third movie okay shit that didn't work out okay <gasps> redo and then they, they do it over and over and over again no just just already have them as the fantastic four i think you could probably go like the incredible hulk route like what they yeah. they did in that movie where they just told the origin in the in the uh, opening credits or have it be a dream like reed you know wakes up you know from a dream with him, you know, being on the shuttle and what happened. Or, or even like what they did with um, with Spider-Man Homecoming. Right. Uh, they didn't even address the origin at all. No. They, they just kind of trust the audience. We that, know like, what you, happened. You, everybody knows. And, that, yeah. and that's kind of kind of what I wanted. But I think I think this group, um, it's I think it's good enough that I, I would love to see it. And of course, with Marvel b- putting their touch on it, the suits are going to look great. The you know. But let's be honest, the, and I've heard a lot of radio stations talk about this. This has always been kind of the thing. The Fantastic Four is awesome. 
okay? Like, if you were a kid, there were a bunch of kids that wanted to be the thing. They like, you know, beating kids up, and I'm, it's clobbering time. But you always wanted to be the Human Torch if you were a boy. You always wanted to be the Human Torch. My first real action figure, and I'll never forget it, was a Human Torch figure. Oh, really? Because it was from the animated uh, Fantastic Four series that Fox had done. Um See, I forget sometimes that I'm older than you, right. so so I'm thinking like, oh, wait, really? Did they make? I don't remember there being exactly a, uh, human torch action figures. Uh, yeah, I just had it was sticks a, to no, play with. No, it was a tall, a tall Fantastic Four figure. Oh, okay, but the thing is, and it's very hard to do, no matter how hard you try. Mister mm-hmm. Fantastic is always going to be goofy. It it's such a weird thing that it's. What do you mean, like to adapt into toy form? No, no, or? no, no, like. Put on the movie oh, and just have him stretch and fight oh, oh. and doing all this kind of stuff, and you're like, "All right, you can only wrap them up so much." I mean, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean the the yeah yeah I, I could see that. I mean the the point with with Reed Richards is not so much that he can stretch; it's, it's a genius. A, it's that he's brilliant, right? right. And then just but they like don't. But they never put really put it on that. It's always, oh, I need toilet paper, and you have him stretch out, yeah. and grab it. I mean, so yeah. we can do it. All right. Yeah. Now. Yes. Now. For the coup de grace. The coup de the coup de grace. I I need I need to hear Spider Gem's I, Adventures. I, I think it should be noted number one that I've never read a Fantastic Four comic. Yeah. I've only watched the movies. Uh-huh. I saw the one with Jessica Alba when I was very young, so I don't really remember it. So, that, that so all can we talk about which all of, all of which are, are reasons why we wanted to have you cast? Yeah. This. So can we talk about this real quick? So yeah. So last night I was actually laying in bed writing. You know, my, my script mm-hmm. and my cast. <laughs> and Jen's in the other room, and I hear her yell, Why don't you pick? I was like, Hey, who do you think would be a good Sue Storm? Why don't you try Jessica Alba? And I was like, <laughs> No! <laughs> Already done! And then I said, Chris Evans, maybe? I, lo- I, lo- oh, so I love that so much. Just intentionally messing with him. Anyway, um, as far as storyline, I think. Because he's, they're not like actually in the universe yet. Yeah. Like it hasn't been noted in the movies. Mm-hmm. I think they have to do some kind of origin, whatever that may be. Okay. So that makes sense. Okay. You know, I'm not a comic book writer. I don't get paid to do that. Let them figure it out. Uh, all right. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I was initially gonna go like older. <laughs> okay. All right. And I had like a Ian uh, McKellen, Walter uh, Matthau. So <laughs> He's too Come old, on. and he's dead. <laughs> Can you imagine him as the as the thing? It's covering death. Um, no. So you guys went way too old. Oh, older, not oldest. Um, Tom Hanks. I had just like a people that popped in my head, so I said mm. Kevin Sorbo as Reed. Yes, I want to see that movie. So, okay, sorry, sorry. Shut up, shut up. Everybody, and, shut up. Um, let just let Jen. Jen I talk. was just thinking like bad guy Doctor Doom makes no sense at all. Alice Cooper. <gasps> eh, you know what? Keep, keep going. Keep, keep going. going. I want to see this that, movie. That, that's all I had for the older. And then I oh. thought, you know, it's an origin. It's They're going to be younger. Can you imagine w- Alice w- Cooper as Dr. Doom? I want to see this movie. No more, Mr. Doctor. I want to see this movie. Keep going. That'd be so awesome. Anyway. I agree. Um, I'm not making fun of you. So instead, I went very young, kind of like a mix of age groups. Hold on. Can I say something real quick? Yes. That Kevin Sorbo versus Alice Cooper movie to me is like a straight to DVD movie. Oh yeah, right? Totally. That is not a theater movie. Like that it's is a the one you. Movie. That is no. That be. is the one you find in the bargain bin. Like oh, yeah. that is the one that is made by like Full but Moon Productions. No, no, keep, keep going. Keep, keep going. going. Keep, keep, keep you're going. You're doing great. You're doing great. So mean to Kevin Sorbo. Anyway, 
Um, so at first I was going to say Zac Efron as Reed, but I'm, again, okay. not a huge Fantastic Four So wait, person. I'm confused. Is Kevin Sorbo your pick for... No, 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 no. no, no, no. So no. she wanted to so try this first and then was like, nah, never mind. But okay. I was thinking, like, body types. Yes. I feel like someone stretchy wouldn't be, like... Big well and beefy. built, You're so right. that's why Zac Efron didn't okay. right. go for me. So I wanted someone thinner, kind of nerdier. So I went with Thomas Brody, songster, sangster. Okay, I have to look him up. I don't, I don't know him. Oh, oh, oh what is, what he, is from? he from? Um, he was in. He was actually in Game of Thrones. He led. Oh, he was Tommen, wasn't he? He, uh, uh, he, he wasn't. He led. Um, Come on. That kid that was in the wheelchair, but not a wheelchair. Brand. Yeah. He led him to. He's one of the frog kids. Yes. Ah, okay, okay. okay so was he, was he, the, let me see him again. Let me see his picture again. Was he, he was from Love, was he from Love Actually? Was he, was he the uh, little kid in Love Actually? I don't know. I don't watch You know, I would okay. like to see him as Damien, Damien Wayne. Oh, yeah. He's got that yeah. face. Anyway. Um, for Sue, I went with um, Lily Reinhardt. Okay. All right. Okay. You know, All right. Blonde, kind of cute. Okay. I could see her. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, for. You got to speak into the mic. Sorry. For thing, uh, I. You went. You uh, went with Dustin. She picked the. She, she picked Dustin. He's kind of got like the bigger build and the curly hair. I don't know. It made me think of like the way they draw, like the the rock. Is it be, is it because the thing is Jewish? I didn't know that. So. <laughs> No. Okay. Okay. Um. I I love this by the way that she has no concept. I this way. I this is the this is my favorite cast. Exactly. So, Johnny Storm. I feel like it needs to be a redhead. Okay. Oh, so the, it's the, the Cameron Monaghan. He played Ian in Shameless. Right. Yes. Right. And and he, he was also the Joker. The Joker. Yeah. He looks very dashing with some facial hair. I think. It's okay. kind of weird that like. Uh, Reed is younger than Johnny. Yeah, I find that really interesting. I don't think he's younger. I think he's just he's got a very young face. But but why. still, but I mean, being portrayed. Um, and Can then I, uh, sorry, yeah. keep going. No, go ahead. No, 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 please, please, please. please. Johnny um, Storm looks like Sue Storm's older brother, right? So for Doctor Doom, I went with Bill Skarsgård. Oh, yes. oh yeah, Pennywise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he just looks like the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. no, one hundred percent. He even says it. He flat out says he goes, "I know, I've got a bad guy face." That, that was it. Yay! I, I want to. Is it weird that I I really want to see your Kevin Sorbo or uh, Fantastic Four movie more than With I the, want? Well, you know what? I want that to be a fantastic movie, not just like a I Fantastic Four movie, but like maybe not Alice Cooper as Doctor Doom, but maybe as like oh no. as Mole Man. Oh no, I want to see. I want to see Alice no, Cooper. Alice Cooper is not wearing a mask. He wants to show the goods. That's true. Yeah. He wants to show his leather handbag of a face. So then we're gonna not we're gonna do a maskless Doctor Doom. He's not gonna yeah. wear a mask. He's just gonna no. Have it's the hood eye makeup and the crazy hair. No, it's, the, it's, it's yeah. eye makeup. Like he eye makes makeup. the the metal like his face. Like I he's like, like it. I'm putting on makeup so people don't see my scuff. I like it. I yeah. like it. Jen, thank you, need, you so But much. he's got to say one thing to Kevin Sorba though. What? He's got to tell him school's out, and then they get into a fight. No more yes. Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. That's right. No more Mr. Nice That's Guy right. Reed. Or, or like is he, out. He should like make a make like a big monster that tries to attack the Fantastic Four and he calls it Frankenstein and then he no, says, No, no, no. Beat my no. Frankenstein. You know what I want? I want him to do. He goes, I want you to meet my minions and he makes robots and they're Wayne and Garth. <gasps> yes. And just we're not worthy. 
But it should be like as robots. Yes. Yeah, so we're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're not we're not mental or anything. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is our pitch for the Fantastic Four movie. So, who did you like the best? Which which movie would you want to go see? Jay, Chris, or Spider-Gen? Let us know. You could send us an email at justusnerdspc at gmail.com, or maybe you could send us a message right on the SoundCloud page, or you could leave us a message on our Facebook, or you could send us a... I don't know. Could they send us an image? On, you could tweet. Tweet at us, because we are on Twitter. Um, all right. You want to do some Toy Box and then wrap up the show? Yeah! Toy Box! Where does it get those wonderful toys? Let's broaden our minds. Lawrence? All right, man. So, uh, with our Toy Box, why, why don't we do one that I've purchased, yeah. and then we'll get into... That uh, Mad Lab that you've been working sure, on. Sure, so. sure. No problem. All right. So one of the, the figures that I got, this was a gift by the one and only uh, uh, Spider-Gen. Impulse buy. Yeah, 100%. And he was on sale, and it was totally worth it. So Jen uh, found me. It is a Bendai. I, if, you know, if you know me, okay? One of I'd like to think I know you. One of my favorite things growing up as a kid was superheroes who get suits. Okay? I did not know that about you. So I fell into the world of Bendai and the world of Saban. Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Came in VR Troopers. Big Bad Beetleborgs. Masked Rider. Like, you name it. I was down. Growing up as a kid, it was Voltron. Right. So there was Voltron. There was uh, Ronin Warriors, if you remember them as well. It was an anime mm -hmm. with, with them getting samurai, mystical samurai suits. But anyway, as I've gotten older, Mass Rider still, to me, is like one of the coolest concepts. Right. I right, love right. the idea of it. So the, cool, the funny thing about Mass Rider is it's a lot like Power Rangers. Every couple years, there comes new ones. Yeah, yeah. They so kind of reimagine them. We sure. get we get new ones. So this one is Mast Rider Huga. This is the mighty form it is known as. And uh so this one by Bendai, it's it's more of a plastic statue. Mm -hmm. Uh he's solid. He doesn't really he has no I was gonna, I was gonna say there's not a lot of articulation. There is no articulation. Yeah, he's um, a statue. He literally comes ah! off at the waist. He ripped him in half. So, like, in the box, he, he was set up like this or something. And you just put him in his little place, and then he comes with a, a little clear, what looks like an ice cube that his leg sits in. And, you know, he's he's sitting in a in a stance. But if you look at him, here, uh, why don't we pass him around so you can take a look at him. Um, he retails at, like, 30, 35 bucks. Um... And this is straight from Japan, but one of the things that I, I love about him is the detail. It, it, so they didn't – obviously, they spent no time with the articulation um, because they don't really have time to do that. But if you look they, at – They don't have time? They don't <laughs> have time. They don't have time. Ain't nobody got time for that. It's Bendai, dude. They don't even got time. Um, but if you look at the detail, look at his eyes. Just look at his they eyes. They look like two big red... Oh, wait a minute. Look at that. Oh, okay. So it looks like an insect's eyes. It's got all of the, the lines and everything to them. All, if you look on the back of, his, uh, back of his suit, you actually see the folds of fabric. You see... Look, look at his shoulder joints on the back. 
you see like the folds of fabric, you see all the armor plating and the filigree on his right vest. the filigree on his vest. I mean, it looks so cool. It's highly detailed. I, I just I gotta wonder looking at this, Chris, this would be really easy to articulate. I don't I don't know why they didn't do it. I, I think this is from a line that they're gonna do, you know, that they wanna do. Um, but what's neat is they've started to put out like all the originals. Like we found that they are actually doing like they did a mast rider with the car. So they did the mast rider car and the mast rider car, I think they but the the, the price is ridiculous because remember these are Japanese imports. Like the box is all in kanji. So I get like what it was that mean? Uh, all in Japanese. Oh, got it. So all the, you know, the only writing that I literally got off it was Bendai, mast rider Kuga, mighty form. That, that's what I got. You're going to have to learn Japanese so that you can understand I, the rest I'm not of it. learning it. Somebody else is. Okay. So, um, and she's doing very well. But. Konnichiwa. Yeah. So, I will Tomo say. Arigato. Some of the stuff that uh, I, I do collect, you know, last year for Christmas, uh, Spider-Gen got me a, a oversized Mass Rider figure. Um He's about a foot tall. He, he is. The only thing I don't like about him is he doesn't stand very well. Okay. So, but this one, he's sturdy. He's not going anywhere. It, no, it works I, I, really I mean well. I mean, you can just set him anywhere. Well, he's got this this plastic block. Right, and it comes you, off. You put on the back, but it, yeah, no, it, it, he has not fallen over. No, but it, it looks really cool. Um, he just fell over. Yeah, but that's because you hit him. So, <laughs> but. You no, know, it's it's a it's a good looking so, figure. But for I the agree. money, though, like if it, you know, if the you, details if, nice. If you're looking for a statue, it's thirty thirty five bucks. I mean, you would expect to probably pay a little bit more because of the detail and everything that you get. So. I, I see what you mean about the eyes, though. Right? When Isn't you look neat? at it, there's an incredible level level of detail. You see all the little mini lenses. It's very bug like. Very, very. So, but that was that was kind of the thing that I wanted to bring for my little show and tell. Well, well, thank you. So, what do you? Were I, I got I took some pictures so we can put them on our our Facebook page. Perfect. Uh well no I've I've lately uh, just gotten really into customizing toys and it's it's just you know it's funny uh the question had been like to customize or not to customize um I was always very much like I, I was the kid that always kept my toys really neat and like if you if yeah you look at like, I'm aware I still have toys from when I was a kid that I held on to you have an, an original Optimus Prime that you gave your son yeah yeah I mean it's it has all the original stickers it has all the original parts. So the idea of like drawing yeah. on my toys was like that's sin. It's like yeah, it's like oh you that's just dirty. you just don't you just don't do it. That's dirty. But but lately like I've gotten into like putting you know tr uh, wired capes on some of my Batman figures and my most recent you project cut off a cape on a figure. Yeah, like yeah. that like I'm not going to lie. Thank God you did it because when I did it like if I did it my hands aren't aren't, aren't steady enough. I'm not I'm not an artist by any means. So for me to be able to do it like that's terrifying. Like I wouldn't even trust myself to do it. I, I would give it to the artist Spider Gen. But the thing is is when you showed it to me, like at first I'm like, Oh my god, you cut the cape off. But it looks you, you've seen the beautiful. finished product. You've it seen it looks beautiful. Had it been in between, oh I'd have had a panic attack. I'd have been like, Oh my god, you just threw thirty dollars down the drain. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it's but I've I've watched like on on Reddit and on YouTube, but you can really do some amazing you can things do some to beautiful to, stuff. to enhance like what you know what are already good figures. Uh, and this most recent one, I had gotten the idea uh, after watching a, a Shardimus Prime video uh, 
What you call me? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Shardimus Prime's a guy on on uh, Facebook who he reviews toys, and um, I, I could put a link in the. Maybe we could put a link. Yeah, to that'll be throw, throw him a little. Um, uh, I don't think he needs audience. it. But yeah, he, do, yeah. He, he definitely doesn't need it. Maybe he could um, put it on our show. But um, I, I, it was a Venom movie figure, and I didn't. You know, the Venom movie. So this is the Marvel Legends. Venom Th- figure, this right? is the Marvel Legends Venom figure from the movie, which I still haven't seen. And yeah, you're not. I mean, it's not great. It's not bad, but it's not. It's not great either. But the you know my biggest problem. You liked it with the, No, I didn't even really like Whoa, it. Whoa! So yeah. it means it's shit. Yeah, I don't think it's shit. I just it's not. It's just not good. I'll just put it that way. It's not. It's not bad, but it's not good okay. either. Okay. It would be like a passable '90s superhero movie, if you were. If I'm putting it into a category, so like. I'm trying to think of anything that would be considered. Well, it's it's like the Ben Affleck Daredevil. I would put it like hey, up with the I ben like that. <laughs> yeah, movie. okay. The sorry. only thing I didn't like was Bullseye, but anyway. All right. Well, anyway. my biggest problem with Venom in the movie is that he doesn't actually have the big white spider on his chest. Right, he's just some black blob. He's black blob and has like all these white veins like all all over him. Um, and after watching this tutorial, just using some nail polish remover, I removed the the white paint for the white veins, and using acrylic model paint, I'm in the process of putting the white spider on his chest. And I'll tell you right now, already looking at it, ten times better. Well, thank you. I mean, and I, I, I like the hands. You actually put the the oh the patches, yeah, yeah the white for patches the web, for the web shooter and yeah, I appreciate that. It, I, I will say that uh, this is a work in progress, so it is. I mean, this I still need to clean up a lot of the work on the on the spider. I almost like the rough look because they didn't want to put it in there anyway. And if they had done it just like this and made it look kind of like it's almost part of the skin instead of it yeah. being a design, it would look great. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really happy with with how it came out, and and just kind of personally, I'm I have to I have to slow down and or stop my collection because I'm right because I'm, I'm running out of space. So I'm trying to find new ways to enjoy the hobby, and I think uh, customizing is the way to go. Like taking some. So let's talk about that. Like, yeah, what? Um, how does your process go? Like, what what makes you go? All right, I'm going to do it to this figure, or I'm going to do this to this figure. Like, what what? Makes you think like that. Well, for the sometimes it's just things that I see. Just looking on, I'm I'm on the Reddit for action figures. Yeah, me too. And uh, I just when I see the possibilities of what what people do, it it inspires me. Uh, and, and a lot of times it's like when I look at some of the Mesco figures. Oh my uh, god, yeah. And like especially like the cape to the Batman right, figures. But they're ninety dollars. They're ninety dollars. And when I look at it, I say, you know what? The only thing that I really like about that figure is different the cape. is the fact that it has a cloth cape. And I can do that. I can I can make a cloth cape myself. Right. I, and and so I have you know I've turned the Batman Nightfall figure, and I'll I'll take some pictures right, of that yeah, to put on our to. Facebook page. Beautiful figure to begin with. It was a beautiful figure to begin with, but a big part of the character of Batman is the cape. Yeah. The cape is is like it's it's almost a character unto itself. Kind of like Doctor Strange. The way, yeah, kind of like Doctor Strange. Entity. The way that it moves, the fact that it I mean it adds it makes Batman just look bigger and terrifying yeah. when it's flared out. Yeah. And the cape that came with the Batman Nightfall figure, it wasn't bad. But it was just it was plastic it's and it wasn't it's solid movable plastic. and it's and it was it wasn't flared out, and so this allows me you know by customizing the cape I'm able to do a lot more and you know my advice to you would be if if you're on the fence about to custom or not to custom, uh, I I would say start with maybe a figure that you don't care about very much or by by just b- get a kind of a throwaway figure 
and buy and, two and just yeah maybe buy two and and just experiment try some try some things new you're not going to know until after you've tried something to see how it looks and and I think it really enhances the hobby of figure collecting because I have some things in my collection now that you can't get anywhere else like I I took a, a Punisher figure and I turned it this. into a, a Venom uh, a, a Venom yeah. Punisher figure so I need to get some pictures of my customs and I'll put them up on on Facebook yeah uh, because there are all of these sort of niche characters that Marvel Legends more than likely either won't make a figure of, or if they do make a figure of it, it'll be an exclusive and hard to find. And you're not, or it's not going to be as detailed as you want, or it's not going to look like you want. And this, this, I, I'm, I'm also an artist just in terms of like paper and pencil. I like to draw, oh yeah, yeah. and so this kind of is neat for me to render something in three dimension. So you know, maybe Jay's customs can be something kind of a new part. Of our yeah, uh, kind of our Facebook absolutely. page, because un unfortunately, you know, I, I kind of laugh like we talk about action figures on the show, but the the podcast format doesn't really lend itself very well. We should really make videos, right, yeah, because it's you know, we're describing it to you. I mean, for all you know at home listening to this, we could be describing thin air. Um, but I've uh, yeah, this has been a really fun part of uh, this hobby of action figure. Now how collecting. long have you been doing this? I've only started customizing figures. I, I remember the first figure that I started to customize was a Batman figure I had. What I did was I, I took two Batman figures and combined them into one. Mm -hmm. I had had like, a, it was like a 50th anniversary Batman figure. I thought the head was too tiny. I took the head off of the, uh, it was a uh, Mattel uh, Public Enemies Batman figure. Right. And it was blue. I repainted it black and then with some acrylic paints added blue highlights to the black cape right. and the... Uh, and that was my first custom, and, and I was like, you know, once I did it, once I crossed the line, You're like, I was it. like, that's it. I can keep going. So uh, then another custom figure was I had, I and I had seen this custom, I had gotten them off of uh, Reddit. Someone took the, uh, they took a Cyclops figure wh where he had like the uh, the X-Factor costume, like blue, c metallic blue with big white X. Right. They took that torso. And they put Iceman limbs and head right, on I it. Right, I saw this. And it made a really cool Iceman, Iceman figure. figure. It has yeah. him in his, uh, his X suit. Yeah, yeah. Because we always get him naked. Yeah, we always get him buck naked. And it's kind of boring. I mean, it's just kind of like just... A clear plastic. Yeah, clear clear plastic character. And, and it just made him look more interesting. So, yeah, maybe we'll do that. This 2021 no, can I be agree. the, the dawn I of the Jay's, Jay's Customs. And something that I like about this also, too, is you have some figures... That nobody else has. They're unique to me. They're, they're yeah. Because even the ones that you have seen online, it's not the same way. It's not yeah. exactly the same no. lines. It's no, not. No. It's not. It. These are going to be the ones. And, and like I've talked about, I haven't been able to find a good Joker figure, like one that, that cuts the mustard for me where I look at him like, oh, I need that. Yeah. yeah I yeah. need that. And the one that's close is the McFarlane right. Joker, but there's right. there's some aesthetics to it that I don't like. And actually, right. and I've talked about it with you, is I'm going to buy it and give it to you to have you customize it and have you go nuts with it. and, and to So that way I will have a Joker figure that nobody else has. I will say I'm a beginner customizer, <laughs> but but if you, if you trust, if you trust it in my hands, I will, I will do you proud. Yeah, so uh, I, I just yeah, just to preface as as I show it off, I'm a beginner customizer, so um, you know this is my very early work. 
Uh, I hope to get better as I can, you know, just like anything. You know, I, I think the, you know, we have to just be careful with being overly critical of other people's things. I mean, we, yeah. you know, we, we critique stuff on this show. Stay in your own lane. And I think the internet makes it very easy f for us to just kind of anonymously tear down other people's work. But you know what? That person whose work you're tearing down, they they might just be starting out in it. And, you know, if, if you're the person that's actually doing the artwork, right. whatever it is, if 100%. it's customizing or if it's drawing, don't let anyone deter you. Keep going. Keep you going. You that's know, my message. One, one of my favorite sayings... Uh, that I, I have I have had, and it's kind of about like the internet and everything like that. And you mm. want to know where it came from? Mm -mm. From Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah. What did he say? People have lost. Mm, that is delicious. People have lost. Not that. No, it's it's people have lost the concept of saying whatever you want and not getting punched in the face for it. <laughs> and it's one hundred percent true. It's one hundred percent true because when we grew up as kids. Guess what, pal? If you're going to say it, you're going to say it. Right. You right, know, but right. like this, like, don't tear down people's art, man. These people work hard on it. Like, how many hours did it take you for that venom? Yeah, I, I've been uh, just between, I mean, a couple hours at least, just between putting the different coats on because you have to put, uh, I mean, it's not, it, 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 it is a lot of work in terms of just getting the detailing just right and also adding the different coats of paint so that the black doesn't, doesn't show through, but... It's very relaxing. I mean, I find painting incredibly right. relaxing. Yeah. But yeah, don't tear down other people's work. If it's not your thing, it's not your thing. But you know, better better to light a candle than curse the darkness. Yeah, right? I like that. All right, gang. Well, that brings to a close our first show of the new year, episode sixty of the Just Us Nerds podcast. Merry New um, Year. According to Jen, we have to go for at least nine more shows so we can make it to episode sixty-nine. Yeah. Um. So we thank you at home for listening. If you want to participate in the conversation, we hope you'll send us an email at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Give us a like or a comment on our Facebook page. You can leave a comment right here on SoundCloud if that's how you're listening to us, or tweet us because we got a Twitter. Also, don't forget, um, everything that we have on SoundCloud, you can also get through iTunes. So that's, that's kind of a big thing depending on where uh, we are on all platforms for wherever you can download podcasts. So. Absolutely. So thank you so much for listening. We have had such a great time having this discussion about comics, movies, and all things in between, which really is just toys. Thank you so much. We got to go. Bye-bye. <laughs>